Hyper Tellurians. Tellurians. I was really close. The closest to follow us. So <clears throat> this um, this system is another sort of another in the uh, continuing chronicles of our playing like OSR style games, which are like mm. kind of lighter on the rules and are more inspired by the old school sort of philosophy, like early D and D and that sort of thing. But less um, numbers. What? But less numbers. Fewer, like fewer, <laughs> smaller numbers. That sort of thing. Yeah, it's not. It's basically the tonal opposite of like Pathfinder, right? Mm. Yeah. Down. So the gist of Hypertellurians is that it is the rules are designed to be like light and simple and fast. Um, the character generation is supposed to be like um, pretty open-ended. You basically pick like an archetype and then you sort of construct your character out of some scores and a set of powers and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But the actual sort of particulars of your character in terms of like the aesthetic and there's, you know, classes are not a thing. Like um, races are not a thing. Like you're just, you are the thing that you are. Right. And so you kind of work together with your, your, your GM to like, you know, figure that out. Right. Um, and it's meant to be like it's a kind of a game where it takes, like, Conan the Barbarian, right? Like, sword and sandals, like, mm -hmm. going out into the deserts and fighting, like, weird wizards and, like, snake pits and stuff like that. <laughs> Crossed with, like, what they call ray punk, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is a kind of, like, um, it's like... Think about steampunk and how that has a fetish for, like, steam technology and, like, the Victorian era mm -hmm. stuff. Raypunk is like that, but for, like, the idea of the future in the 1950s. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, as that's, we're heading off in sleek rocket ships, and everybody's got a molecular, you know, phaser. Disintegration, disintegration ray. ray. Yeah. <laughs> the art is just brilliant. It's a, it's a great, uh, yeah. It's just, art's uh, lovely. So it, it's, you... You fight sword-wielding monsters in desert landscapes while cruising in your levitating sand ships. It's that <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, right. Nice. Um, and because it's like classless and, and speciesless and that sort of thing, like it's not those aren't the mechanics aren't tied to those things. Anybody can learn magic. Like magic is just like you have a tome on you. You read the tome. You cast the spell. Eventually, you may be able to like commit that to memory. You don't need the tome anymore. So you can just learn magic. Anybody can try it, you know. Give me that book. <laughs> I mean, it is that. Simple. I know how to like, read. I literally I'm have the magic now. item now. I'm going to cast magic now. <laughs> now, if their mind is not that good, their attribute, then like, it's going to be harder to do. Mm. It's going to hurt more. Uh, so you have three abilities or statistics, right? You've got brawn, agility, and mind. Mm -hmm. Bam! That's the easy way to remember that. Yep. <laughs> um, brawn is exactly what you think it is. It's like sort of physical toughness and resilience, right? Your life force, your hardiness, right? Fighty punchiness. Um, Fighty punchiness, yes. Uh, well, in terms of melee, yes, that's mm. brawn, right? 
<laughs> Agility is, you know, dexterity, it's speed, it's uh, flexibility, it's that sort of thing, right? It's mm-hmm. the kind of thing that you add the modifier to when you're doing a ranged attack, right? It's that mix. And then mind is basically everything else, mm-hmm. right? It's like charisma and intelligence kind of plugged into one thing, right? It's your, it's your personality and your, your logical faculties, right? And those things are all going to have a score between like, you know, 8 and 13. It can be higher than that as you're putting your character together and making your way through the game and stuff. But uh, those scores you'll subtract 10 from and that'll get you a modifier. So 13 would have a modifier of plus 3. Makes sense. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. 8. 8 would have a modifier of negative two, 2. Right? That makes sense. Okay. So up there. Um, your brawn score, whatever that ends up being, 9, 10, 12, whatever, that's how many slots you have on the, the equipment right there, uh, and that's how many things that you can carry at a time. Nice. Right? And basically they're meant to be like, if you have those things in those slots and they're not in like a backpack or a bag, which is an optional thing, like it's not, that's not a standard feature of the game. It's like if you really want a bag or a backpack to carry more things in fewer slots, you can do that. But everything on that list in those slots is quick and easy to carry. So there's not like drawing a weapon or sheathing a weapon is not an action. You just do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like opening a door is not an action. You just do it. Talking to you, that's not an action. That doesn't count yeah. as like actions. Mm-hmm. It's just things that you do. So anything that you've got in those slots, you can get out at a moment's notice. Right. Um, if you carry more than that, you're encumbered, and that basically means like I'll just decide what that means. Mm-hmm. If you're in water, you're gonna drown. You know, <laughs> like yeah. If you are, you know, plummeting to the earth, you'll plummet to the earth faster. <laughs> Right, basically. <laughs> Logical, like, sensible physics things. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Um, <clears throat> for each uh, statistic, brawn, agility, or mind, you'll have what's called an affinity, mm-hmm. depending on what kind of archetype you chose, and, and later what, like, advancements or, like, character progression choices you make. Um, an affinity is basically like... Um, <clears throat> Think of an affinity as like soak. Okay. Right? So if something is going to target your... Let's say I hit you with a bat. Uh, that's going to target your brawn. You're going to take brawn damage from that because mm-hmm. it's actively trying to hurt you okay. physically. Mm-hmm. Right? As opposed to like psychic powers, which would harm mind. Right? That makes sense? So if I beat you with a bat and I deal you six points of damage, if you've got an affinity of two for brawn... It's four damage instead. Hmm. Also, it's just subtraction. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a soak value for that specific kind of damage. Uh, and, you know, affinities for agility and mind work the same way. If it's targeting mind or targeting ability, uh, sorry, agility, um, it acts as a soak. It, it prevents it, soaks up damage. Um, there are also uh, parts called buffers. Buffers are like, you may or may not have a buffer for your statistic, and it may or may not be, you know, one, two, three, whatever. Right. Basically, the way that the damage works is that you can take damage in those three statistics. 
in a kind of a very old school way. Like, not that you lose points from your intelligence or charisma, like you would in like AD and D or, or whatever, yeah. but you will take damage to like those specific statistics. If you take damage equal to your score, you take like you have to roll on physical or mental trauma tables. Like now you're knocked out. Or now you're, you know, like immobilized or whatever. You have a migraine headache. And so things will get progressively worse from there to the point where, like, you'll get knocked out or you'll maybe die. You'll get knocked out of the fight completely. Buffers enable you to take more damage before having to check for those things. Ah, So if your brawn score was a 13 and you had a buffer of 2, you would need to take 15 brawn damage in order to check for that physical trauma, right? So even if you hit 13, which is your score, you're still okay. You don't have a check yet. But those extra two points, you're done. Mm. Now, if you have more damage than you do in a certain, like, score, even plus buffer, it feeds over into the next attribute. So if I had a score of brawn, which is 13, and a buffer of 2, that means I can take 15 damage brawn before having to roll on physical trauma, right? Mm -hmm. Suppose I take 17 damage. First of all, shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's rough. Secondly, that not only fills up the brawn score and the buffer, so you're going to have to roll on physical trauma, but the extra 2 goes to agility damage. Does that make sense? Which will then feed into... It carries over to mind damage. And then it starts over, carrying back over into brawn damage. Does that make sense? I see. Now, getting a full damage score in, like, one of the statistics, it's unfortunate. Like I said, you're going to have to roll for physical or mental trauma, which Mm. could, like, knock you out of the fight or make it so that you can't move well or whatever. That's not the worst thing. Mm. The problem is, if you hit scores in two attributes, two statistics. Oh. Then you start rolling on the critical table, which is like, now you're dead. Mm-hmm. Right? So that explains why, like, it may seem like, oh, well, I'll just max out all my scores and I'll be fine. No. When two scores hit max, like, that's when, that's when you start rolling on the bad table where you might die. So just okay. to, to keep okay. that in mind. When you're having a bad day. Um, it, it'll, it'll make, it, it makes a lot more sense, like, in, in play than it does sort of mathing it out right now. But, um, um, defense is your AC. I mean, I just think of it like that, right? Mm-hmm. It's the number that the uh, if you or the other person is going to have to roll in order to deal damage. Right. What that is is that is it's your agility plus if you got a shield that counters in plus any kind of like modifiers from like a power or like a magic spell is temporarily increasing that stuff. That's your that's your number, right? Let's see. Does a um, a robe give you any extra AC? A robe? No. Uh, if it's not specifically... What if it's a hooded robe? <laughs> no. <laughs> it'll, it'll make you look more like the Assassin's Creed man. Nice. But, okay. Other than that. I'll just put a 10 in my defense. Then. You can have advantage and disadvantage. Um on checks, which work exactly like they do in 5e. Like, you roll nice. roll twice, take the higher or the lower. Right. Armor works differently, though. 
Armor does work differently, yes. Um, armor is a kind of a soak. Yeah. Right? It's an additional kind mm-hmm. of soak. So, so you've you... got you've got the soak for affinities, which are like specific to brawn damage or agility damage or whatever. But you've also got armor, which if it's like physical armor, like if you're literally wearing a suit of armor, that's gonna reasonably cover brawn and agility damage. Mm-hmm. Right? That makes sense, because that's all physical stuff. So it'll soak from both of those. That makes sense? Light armor will soak one, medium armor will soak two, heavy armor will soak three. It's that simple. Okay. Right? Um, there are costs to wearing like heavy armor and wielding heavy weapons, specifically like huge weapons, because if you miss, they deal brawn damage because they're exhausting. Uh-huh. Or if you, you know, yeah. the act of like wearing the heavy armor and like moving around and doing stuff in it is exhausting. Huh. Right. So we'll we'll cross that bridge if we if we come to it. Um, well, it sounds like G's character is going to be wearing heavy armor. Nope. Well, it specifically states in the thing that if you're a beginning character, you should not be having this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, it suggests heavy armor for like advanced characters mm-hmm. who've like had a couple of couple of rounds. In I have seeds right here. No, I was joking. I, when you were asking about robes, I'm like, well, I know what G's played. The crits are a thing. Ones and twenties. Right, mm-hmm. and they do exactly what you think they do, right? Um, like, ones automatically fail, twenties succeed in some extra way, or they deal maximum damage in the case of a combat mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, distance and positioning, there's like three zones. There's close to you, short, and long. That's it. Okay. So, nice handful of steps is close. You know, you take an action to traverse to a short distance, and then long is like would require two combat actions to get there. Um, anything beyond that is just like, that's 100 yards away or whatever. It's, we'll throw a number at it. And yeah. Makes sense. Uh, okay. Like I said, there's a lot in this game that's like meant to be sort of there's natural language, and it's supposed to be reasonable in that, like, okay, so you're taking poison damage. Mm. Okay. In the, in the case of a poison, like, you're going to take an ongoing, you know, one HP from your health every round, like, from your brawn. You'll take one brawn damage every round, unless you get that taken care of. Right. That makes sense, because there's a kind of, like, there's a logic there that we can all kind of agree on. Right. Um, and if we can't agree on it, well, my word is law. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but there are there are um, so that that's that's how the game is kind of set up. It's meant to be like a a reasonable conversation between the four of us about like does this rule make sense? Like mm. does this stuff make sense? Can we all agree on that this is how this works? Right in the old school style. Um, so I talked about equipment already. Stuff equipment has tags. Tags like armor piercing or long, knockback, magic, see that sort of thing, right? And those are those tags mean certain things for either weapons or armor, right? Like if a weapon has the tag uh, one shot, it means you use it and then the weapon is destroyed. It's a one shot thing, like a like a flask of alchemist fire or like a grenade or something. You know what I mean? Like that's that makes sense that that's a one shot thing. 
armor can have a tag on it like noisy, which is exactly what it sounds like. Like there's no like being particularly stealthy in this armor because it clanks and, and mm-hmm. clanks around. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Sorry, off topic. They always God sell dog treats what is in a very appealing to humans way. <laughs> yes, I agree. They do. I'm sitting here looking at it and The forbidden fruit. Yeah. <laughs> do you want one? No, no, no. <laughs> well, I look, just... the reason I have dog treats on the table, I, I am attempting to ABA our dog. Oh. So whenever he's quiet, I give him part of a treat. So hopefully to teach him to shut the fuck Nice. So, if you could all do me a solid and ignore him, if he is whining, if he is quiet, then pet him. Can't do. Or, and yelling and kicking is also attention. (laughs) Mostly, that's aimed at Jason. But (laughs) don't (laughs) kick the dog. No, you don't. (laughs) The ASPCA. But you do yell and throw pencils at him. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) But that is what I'm attempting to do. So. yeah, he can't even catch food I throw at him. He's definitely so. So concept is very simple. That's a couple of like that's a sentence or two. Like, what are you? What's your whole deal? Mm-hmm. Right. Like I, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a time traveling like Amish carpenter who is dedicated to bringing about the end of communism. I don't know. Like that's that's your whole thing. Yeah. Like that's you. Put it in a concept. Why? I don't know. But that's <laughs> you. You it know. Just is. Like your drive is is a thing that like it gives you some role playing hints and it gets you a starting item which you know it'll be relevant to like your drive. It might be exploration, it might be arcane knowledge, enlightenment, whatever. It's kind of a big picture thing about what your what your drive for. Weaknesses are it's another it's another uh, like role playing tag, like, you know. Uh you know, you are Acutely afraid of like frogs, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Like you can't stand them, and anywhere that anything is even remotely <gasps> frog-like or shaped, you freak out, right? That gives you and me opportunities to make things complicated, right? So it's that back and forth of like, pick something you might want to encounter as well. Well, it is. It is very much like look forward to failure. Look mm-hmm. forward to. Weakness opportunities because that's there's fun there. Don't make it oh, like yeah. a oh yeah. this will never happen. This, this is not a straight grim dark. It definitely is not. Not even a little bit. <laughs> um, you'll also have um, powers are broken up into two forms. There's the powers you're going to get from your archetype. You'll start with some minor powers or whatever that have to do with like the particular archetype you chose, like the revenant or the noble or whatever it is. Um, and you're kind of... And you'll get, as you make advances on your character, further, greater powers in that archetype. But you also get to pick what are called cosm powers. Cosm powers are like available to anybody, regardless of their archetype. So you've got your archetype powers, but then you can cherry-pick from the cosm powers, put those on too. And those are just things that you can do, like special things. In the same way that class features in, in, the, in D&D, you have those things. You decide, You just pick and choose. You decide what you, what you want. Um, let me see here. Finally, there's Wonder. Wonder is a currency that is shared with everybody. 
Ah. Whole party's got one. The idea is that as you discover meat shit... Meat shit? Yes. As you discover meat shit... Like what did you hear? provolone or capicola or... <laughs> Provolone's a cheese. Like provolone or capicola... <laughs> What did you say? What? I thought you said meat shit. Meat. 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 Yes. So interesting things. Novel things. <laughs> that makes so I mean, much more sense. A meat shit is kind of interesting. Things yeah. that evoke wonder, right? The game is getting better and better. <laughs> you will get um, wonder points, right? You'll get you'll get wonder. And those will go into a pool that everybody can use, right? And the idea is that you know, you'll have this pool. And you can do the things on the back of your sheet, these wondrous actions, whether in general or in combat. It allows you to do remarkable things. Like, you can do a cold shot by spending two wonder to do some extra oh, effect wow, in combat. Pricey. You can spend six wonder. Oh, wow. yeah, they are. You can spend six wonder to, like, physically manifest a relevant, experienced memory for a scene, which will be wildly beneficial. Right? Oh, it's I that wish kind you of can thing. can do that in life. Yeah. I see why it's so pricey, though. The thing is, though, everybody has to unanimously agree mm. to do the thing because it's a shared pool. Right. Makes sense. Right. Awesome. It's not like a bowl of popcorn or anything like that where just people are just like picking and choosing at any time. It's like, it's a bowl of like gold doubloons where it's like, oh, oh, oh no, what are you doing there? Hold on. Put there, that bro. back. No, we didn't agree to this. <laughs> you know, you have to, everybody has to come together and say, okay, we're going to spend some wonder on this. The good thing about that is that as you spend wonder, that is how you're getting advancements in your character. Mm. Like, so, oh. if, if the party spent ten wonder in total, they would get a minor advancement. Each person would get a minor advancement. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Mm-hmm. Cool. If they spent twenty, they would get a, a major advancement, or whatever, right? And, and it, it continues to build like that, and then sort of ticks back over, right? We need this wonder point system for our camper game. Or if anyone wants to do something batshit crazy, they have we have to all agree on it. Okay. It's not in the I'm not looking at Robert right now. That's not in the mecha- I know. That's not in the mechanics of that game, unfortunately. But well, you can, you can. We'll, 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 we'll talk about it. We'll okay. talk about it. Um, but yeah, so so that's a that you're encouraged to spend those things because your character's not gonna get like I hesitate to say better. Right. Mm. Your character's not going to grow in like mechanical terms, power terms, right? If they Un- don't, if you don't spend your wonder, mm-hmm. right. nice. So, it, so it, it's this kind of loop that encourages you to go out and see new and crazy shit, mm-hmm. and then like do these crazy things, and then keep doing that. You know, keep the loop all on, right? So that should be that should be pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um, Just as a side note. <laughs> <laughs> Last Sunday, my character done the, la- the least crazy thing. I mean, it was the most, like, teenage thing you could have done. Yeah. It is. Sneak out and go to, like, a record shop. I mean, it's essentially... <laughs> so I, I think that's that's all you need to know right now. We'll talk about combat when we get into it. It's pretty simple, too. Um, I love the initiative system in this. Yeah, initiative system's great. Simple. Um... And uh, there's very little to worry about in terms of, like, stuff. Like, there are okay. some numbers. You're your powers. That's it. You know, like, it, it all sort of makes sense. And then basically, this is the kind of game where you'll tell me the kind of thing that you want to do, and we'll say, like, 
Okay, well that sounds like a, you know, that sounds like a brawn 12 check. Roll, add your brawn mod, see if you beat that. Ah, so okay, you, you did lift the submarine. Hmm. You know. <laughs> Sometimes you want to lift submarines. What is extremity? What's that? Where? What is, what is extremity? What's the word? What does it mean in English? Oh, oh, oh extremity. Explain, like translated like to your, me. Like your... An arm, a leg arm, is an extremity. Leg, it's you know. something outside of the core. The core of your or body, the center. Like your yeah. Like, yeah. Your so like, like a pseudopod. Yeah, or in well, terms no, of like, like a city. Or, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. like a city, anybody who lived on the edge of the ex- of a city would be on the extremity of the okay. city. The furthest Got point it. or limit of something. So like your hand. Is it getting, like, like extremity. <laughs> extremities of the body are limbs and appendages, right? Okay. So arms, feet, legs, feet. I said feet twice. Hands. Yep. That sort of thing. Arm, feet. Why? Where do you see that? Uh, oh, oh, in your, in your powers. My, cool. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what we're going to do, um, there are two ways to put characters together. There's a really fast way for people who are at a con, mm-hmm. basically, <laughs> or who, you know, are new to Earth and have never played a role-playing game before. Like, you're, you're that quick in. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there, there's a little, there's a little more finer grain thing that we're going to do because you guys are all experienced. Right. So the first thing to do is to choose an archetype. Okay. Now there are, if I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, six archetypes. Yep. According to the top of my sheet, yes. Yeah, you'll see that they're labeled on the top of the sheet, and actually you can circle whichever one you end up picking, right? Just to kind of remind you. There's alien, which it sounds exactly what it you know, it's exactly what it sounds like. Beast, which is some kind of like animal or savagely connected thing. Like this is where your orcs are falling in. This is where your your shapeshifters, like specifically like turning into a tiger person or whatever, like that. You know. So Steve and I are just automatically circling this. Is what you're doing. I don't not automatically, but you're kind of gravitated. Constructs. You know, robots, AI, you know, like sentient crystals, whatever. Like Magic golems. Yeah. Um, revenants, vampires, the undead, right? Anything that... Anything that should be dead, but is not. Funnily enough, they put uh, AI in, under an alien. For some reason. They've got some overlap. There's one where Well, there's a way to, like, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it, it can definitely change based on what's important to you. Is this really right, right. Crack, yeah. There are royals, which yeah, are like... This is like a game where you can actually play a rich asshole. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, You'll play, like, a, a, a prince or an ambassador or, like, whatever. Like, somebody who's... Whole I mean, shtick is that kind of they have also. <laughs> their whole shtick is that they have power gotta, through either gotta, gotta s- you know status in society or money or maybe they've got the right of kings literally it's like mm. it's literally a stick that they have you know whatever like uh, and then there's the ultranaut which is it's kind of a catch-all thing for basically like any any sort of a uh, character type who's just like cruising through the fucking, you know, many planes of the ultracosm and like just doing weird shit. Like, like 
stranded like uh, uh, rocket engineers and like cool. you know the the time traveling Amish the, the carpenter that I talked about. You know the common stock character. You're starting to sell me on it. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, surprised to find Magical Girl on <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's that's one of those things that can fall under Ultronaut, is like yeah. Magical Girl. Like, that's a totally, I was just thinking about the Doctor. That's, oh, a, thing. Right. that's yeah. a perfect example yep. of an Ultronaut. Right. Um, but yeah, so, so those are your archetypes, and those archetypes will get you, you know, will give you starting powers, which are defining for, like, that particular archetype. Let's say, for, for instance, that you decided to go with the Beast, all right? You get two starting powers with that. You get something called Feral Mind and something called Natural Born Killer. Natural Born Killer is the easiest thing to explain really quickly because it's literally like you have a natural weapon. Choose whatever that may be. Like, I'm going to pick a medium weapon. It'll do 1d8 damage. And it's attached, which means it's not easily disarmed, right? Because it's literally a part of me. And I'm going to say that that's, you know, my dangerous teeth. There you go. That's your thing. Done. Boom, That's your power. So you permanently have, well, I won't say permanently, but hmm. you have this thing attached to you as part of your beastly form or whatever. That's another weapon for you. So even if you're disarmed, surprise, motherfucker, I've got claws or, you know, what have you. Um, and then Feral Mind is like, once procession is a free action, you can, like, wipe away any damage you take to your brawn or your ability. You'll take some mind damage, and you'll basically go into like this primal rage state, where your all your attacks deal an extra one d six, and all your thoughts are basically fight, flight, or mate. And like that's all you know, and like you're there, and then you may have trouble separating friend from foe, and you may like come to afterwards, like what the hell did I do? It's that kind of thing. You go into like it's a combination of like, like. Shape, it's a shape-shifting, berserker, frenzy, rage thing. Mm. Right. Mm. Unleashing the animal within. Right. Okay. Release the beast. And so, as by picking an archetype, you get those starting powers. Just, that's your thing. Those two, those starting powers are yours. You write them down. Then we'll do ability scores. Right. And then continue on from there. Right. So, G, you've already got an archetype. I've got up. all my character ready to play. Okay, what's cool. your archetype? Who are you? So, I, I went with the uh, pre-gen, but I sprinkled up a little more to that. I, I went with the uh, uh, manifested AI. Right, okay. Mm, excuse me. Alien. <coughs> uh, do you want me to go just... Not just yet, but I just wanted okay. to know like what you were... Yeah. Who, AI, who are we dealing with? AI, uh, caster, pretty much. Rich asshole is what I'm picking up. Uh, Probably. That's what you literally said. Not a royal. <laughs> Come on. Oh, excuse me. No, 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 no. I'm uh, I'm just a pure AI, and I'm a uh, like ranged caster. I cool. guess. Cool. Mm-hmm. In the terms of just doing things. Jason swears we're gonna get back to La Mirasa for the record. I, I promise. Mm-hmm. I promise. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm mostly, waiting. partially, probably at least because I might throttle him if we don't. But also, he really likes it. I'll, I'll poke him every once in a while on Mondays. He likes La Marasma or the throttling? I don't like the throttling. <laughs> not in my experience, no. I like La Marasma enough to not like commit to when I'm Rush obviously going to gonna, like, botch mm. it. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, no, I, I got that <clears throat> feel when you were mentioning like 
you know, getting back into it and what you were hoping to try to find there. Yeah. Made sense. So um, you guys should have like either on your phones or your laptops or anything. Go to the link that I put in the Facebook thing, and you got the rules. That was right. helpful. Okay. And so all you got to do is like look through that stuff and, and choose an archetype, and then we'll go forward, right? And again, as we're putting these characters together, we're kind of we're deciding together what they are, right? Like how they're going to manifest in game. Like, what are they going to look like? What's their whole shtick? What's their history? Like, you know. Um, yeah, that's going to be more on your side than it is on mine. I'll be sort of like the check and balance system where I'll be like, okay, well, you want a ray gun. Well, like, that's going to be a medium-ranged weapon that will do 1d8 and, like, you know, we'll figure that... 1d8? Well, we'll figure the mechanical stuff out together. I right? have one credit chip that is rarely accepted. <laughs> no. <laughs> Your credit's not good yet. Right. So, I don't know. Mostly because you end up on planets where, like, yeah. their their cu- gold. their currency is like shiny stones. Yeah. They haven't invented computers yet, so they're just like, oh, fine. okay. Do you guys have Apple Pay? Yeah. <laughs> Showing up in the Mesozoic era with a fucking Visa card, like, ah, okay. Sending stuff your way. Yeah. So this is the kind of. This is the game that encourages you to, like, whatever your weird thing Desires, is, yeah. Yeah, whatever your weird character <laughs> desire is, oh, play it. Do you want to be, like... I feel like we're going to explore a lot about each other today. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> You're only getting the surface stuff from me. <laughs> do you want to be a genie without a lamp? Right, that's... You're right. Gonna I, I started building that out, and then I'm like, no, I have other ideas. And immediately scrapped it. Do you want a femme fatale from an occult totalitarian regime? That's like half of mine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. it's not the totalitarian regime, it's a communist. I thought What's you were a playing with for that? Uh, what? The community feels too small. Cult, right? <laughs> Collective? Collective, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Mostly she just has. An exiled queen? Family issues. Uh, That's mm, the other half. A, a, a drowned undead? A clockwork doctor? A Knoll Madam who runs a brothel. Like literally I mean, that's, madam. That's pretty solid. A learned centaur. Like just mm. that's yeah. you congratulations. <laughs> like you're anything. The thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh what was the Whatever your crazy fucking one of the mind desires. It was like superhero girl. Magical girl, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mag- can like I be like Moon, a magical yeah. boy? <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. It could be. We're not big on gender. I don't think there were ever male sailor scouts, but you can be yeah. like the male version yeah, of Sailor Moon. Yeah. Sailor Especially, Steve. I, I don't want to like say anything bad about the art artist who put these masterpieces here, but it's like I feel like I did that in seventh grade. To be fair. They are the exact thing I would expect to see out of, like, an 80s or 90s yeah, publication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like, I'd, I'll look at it and go, like, yeah, I've seen mm-hmm. more photorealistic art. But also drawn by the, like the, the uh, author's spouse, so maybe... Nice, yeah. This is the camp. Classic duo. From Sesame Street. Oh, my God. Oh, what? 
Yes. Weakness, compulsion to count tiny spilled objects. Well, no. Well, that's, no, no, no. That's a that's, vampire thing, too, right? That's legit. But it makes me think of the fucking count. No, One, that, that uh, is, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, like, for real, though. Honestly, it's, it's less of that and more of actual vampire. But it's more... It is that. Which, okay, yeah, which right. now that you've mentioned that, I realize that might actually be, be inspiration from, for mm-hmm. the count. Yeah, I think you're yeah. right. Is it's the other way around. Leaning into that, yeah. Yeah, the undead huh. fear of wa- running water. Mm. What's, what's with that? That's That was another old vampire myth. They don't like to cross running water. It's something to do with, like... Why, though? I've always heard it. It's like the purity of the earth or something. I don't, I don't know. It's an old thing that nobody... Nobody pays attention to it, anymore. I think it um, ties in with the whole they must be invited in. No, so I there's think, like never one constant. I think, I think it's like a holy water, and the vampire's not sure if this water is holy or huh? not. So they're <laughs> like. <laughs> there's no way to test. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> big throw big throw would be it's like pulling from the like old mm-hmm. mythology trying to explain why you don't drink stagnant water mm-hmm. and maybe that oh, somehow mutated into like they can cross stagnant water they're undead they're fine with that but running water is like pure because you can drink from running it. water's for us. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> that's my best pull. That, that and it's seems, a pull. That's, that's a pretty that reasonable. reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I would have to research that, but now I'm honestly interested. Well, you don't <laughs> have to because now you've you oh, come up with I've made it. Yeah. The joys of mythology. <laughs> so, as you're putting this character together. You'll choose your archetype. You'll note down the starting powers. You should have, like, I believe they all have two. Mm-hmm. You can start with two powers. Um, from your archetype. They'll specifically say starting powers, and then we'll list them. One of these days you'll fucking get it. I got it. Then you will determine your, your ability you scores, your statistic scores, brawn, agility, and mind. Um, you can do one of three ways. You can do the quick way, the default way, or the risky way. <laughs> well, you know which one I'm avoiding. <laughs> Those will, that is basically like standard array, point by, and rolling yeah. specifically. Right. Mm. <clears throat> um, then you will pick one of those abilities to assign a one point affinity to. Remember we talked about affinities? Um, then you will choose an additional three minor advances. So you'll go to like the minor advance list, and you'll pick three of those, like I'm going to raise an ability score that is currently 12 or lower by one point. Then I'm going to gain a new minor cosm power. Then I'm going to gain a new minor archetype power. That make sense? Hmm. You'll pick three of those to buff your character up just a little bit. You'll choose a drive, like I talked about. It's a role-playing thing, plus you get a starting item. You'll choose a weakness. You'll come up with a role-playing thing about how you can't cross running water or something, apparently. <laughs> mm-hmm. You'll add a set of clothing, whatever that means to your character. That'll take up a slot. A coin purse with 50 gold coins. That'll take up another ah, slot. Nice. And one or two items relevant to your character to be agreed upon with the GM. Nice. Which, I like the if you are, you know, a... If you're a fighting character, if you expect fighting to be your thing, that might include a weapon and a you know, piece of armor, or you know, it might be like, you know, my father's prized sextant. I don't know. 
you know, like it just it's relevant to your character and it'll take up a slot in your inventory. It'll do something for you. Alright. And then name your character. Which will take forty five minutes. Yep. We have experience. Already named my character. Okay, so what is everybody else? Well, you'll have to start over because that's that's step eight. <laughs> so, do you want us to use the concepts in this, or you want us to make our own? That's what I did. Is no, you don't have to use the concepts. The concepts are just there to like give you a shape. Mm-hmm. But you can I use totally them. made my own. Okay, <laughs> you don't have but to. But I can, I can, or you don't you, want me to. I mean, if you want to hew towards one of those concepts, that's fine. Can I swap some stuff out of it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are guidelines. Those, yeah, those are cool. those are not. Well, because like the advances I get from it, I just wondered if I could like. Yeah, two or two out. Well, for ignore completely. Just, just keep them in the. I, what I would do is I would take like the upper level concept, like of playing an aristocratic vampire, mm-hmm. and then do the mechanical uh-huh. stuff on your own. Right? You know what I'm saying, like that? Yeah, because they have like a, a different. Uh, what are they? Advances. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, like don't don't do take, I just pick. Don't take mm-hmm. the concept like cool. yeah. literally. Literally, okay. just like. Use it as a guideline and then start cool. putting your character together. Yeah, they're just there to give you an idea of like what the archetype is like and the kind of characters that it can create. Mm-hmm. But it is by no means prescriptive. It doesn't tell you what to do. So we just get three advances? Three minor advances. Yeah, that's what yeah. Okay. Well there are different grades of advances, right? And you you I'm sorry, I was reading while you were talking, that's probably my fault. So you get Yeah, I was trying to like make my character, sorry. You get the basic ones and then you can buy into three minor more. Or you can get like uh basic ones, what? So you get uh, the one, starting powers? Or? Starting powers, yes. You get one that is dedicated to your class or race or whatever, like an aristocratic vampire, mm-hmm. right? And then uh, uh, I think you get uh, minor cousin power. You, you should get two from your archetype. Two, two from archetype. And then you will choose three minor oh, advances, yeah, yeah, yeah. one of which can give you like a cousin power, which is like a general ability power. Like anyone can take. Mm-hmm. Or you can take another minor power from your archetype. You can raise, you can gain one point of affinity on an ability you currently don't have. You can you can gain a buffer on one of your abilities, or you can raise an ability score by one point. It's that kind of thing. Okay. There are five options in minor advance, and you pick three of those. You can pick the same one three times. There's mm-hmm. no like, there's no limit on that. It's just you make three selections from minor advance. How how necessary is violence to the system? 
<laughs> An excellent question. <laughs> Not always necessary. You are encouraged to solve problems in in smart ways, not blunt ways. That having been said, the ultracosm is a dangerous place. So maybe have something hmm. with you. Does that make any sense? Or be, yeah. or travel with people who know who you know their way around a weapon. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so. I wanted to take study one as one of a minor cosmic power, which it lets you automatically know one spell you don't need to tell them for it. Mm-hmm. And the spell I wanted was it gives you a shield bonus, but in turn you have to take mind damage equal to the shield bonus. Okay. <laughs> so it kind of manifests a like a psychic shield almost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And draining. And you'll take a certain amount of mind damage based on the, the class of shield, like yeah. light or medium. That's cool. That sounds fine to me. All right. However, because it is a spell, it's going to take mind damage to cast as well. Well, that's what I meant. As part of casting, you spend mind, you spend the amount of mind damage to cast to uh, get the shield bonus, and it lasts for a scene. Okay. Um... You're like Let me, 1d4. I'm trying to figure out if the casting itself needs to have, like, ability cost or not. Well, it says for minor spells, it should have a cost of around a d4 mind damage. Yep. So. Most I, of the spells I was looking at on the first run were like a d4 mind damage to do something. Let's say open. that. Okay. So. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. We'll say that. So this this shield power, mm-hmm. if you want to manifest like a light shield, you'll take one mind damage and get that one bonus, as you would if you had a light shield. If it was like a middle-of-the-road shield, like a medium shield or something like that, if you wanted a plus two, mm-hmm. right, you would have to roll a d4 and cut it in half. That's how much mind damage you're taking. Mm-hmm. And then for a, a, um, for a heavy shield, you'll roll a d6 and cut it in half. Right. Does that Sounds make sense? Fair. Yeah. Just so that there is that element of randomness still. There's the element of, like, you know, just how many times can I cast this thing? Is it going to work out? Yeah. Uh-huh. More stuff. And honestly, what I said was just the maximums of that. So, yeah. Yeah. Give, uh, I think it gives you, it'll give you a little bit more flexibility. Mm-hmm. Plus, it'll prevent you from going, okay, well, I have this much mind damage left. I haven't taken this much, so I know exactly how many shields I can manifest. Right? Does that make sense? Whereas this other way where you're rolling every time is more dynamic. Like you, okay. You know, yeah. Things could go well or things could go not so well. I want razor blades. Like items or like hands with razor blades? Like Wolverine style? Yeah. <laughs> hold, hold that delicious thought for some cyberpunk. You'll, yeah. you'll, you'll need to be a beast. <laughs> no, uh, how about like uh, uh, more like a just let's say one 
<laughs> from, like a one claw from, blade? from a finger. I have but one claw. Fear me. Oh, oh. Uh, I, I use this to shave. <laughs> uh, what, what? Why? What, what do you fair. want out of that? That's yeah. That's a fair question. A what weapon. are you going to do with it? A melee weapon, just a simple like a dagger. But because I'm an android, I don't want. You want it built in. I, yeah, I don't want it to hold it. I want to like. You okay. have a built-in prison shape. Basically, give it the attached. Tag. Yeah. So, so for a dagger, we'll say it does a say it does a D four. Mm-hmm. It's a light weapon, mm-hmm. which means you could use brawn or agility as your modifier for it. And we'll say mm-hmm. it's a, it'll give it the tag attached, which means it's not easily disarmed. Okay. Like you can't, it can't. Nobody can knock it out of your hand because it's a part of your hand. So. Again, what are the differences between light, medium, and heavy? Light is interchangeable with strength and agility. You can use brawn or agility for your mod. Medium is just kind of default? Medium, well, I'm specifically talking about... Normally you're using brawn mods for your melee Mm -hmm. and agility for your range. If you have a melee weapon that's light, you Mm -hmm. could use either one. Mm -hmm. Um, Medium weapons are just a general class that, like... They do a little more, a little more damage than light weapons. They're a little heavier, blah blah. blah. And heavy weapons are—they do more damage than that, and they can be exhausting, right? Mm-hmm. That's basically it. Cool. There's nothing so much like um, kind of prof- proficiencies in the D and D five E sense where it's like you're good with light armor mm-hmm. or only these weapons. Just yeah. roll better. Just how it works. Yeah. Just roll dice better. Mm-hmm. Is what I have heard my entire life. <laughs> like an example, like we were just talking about, like a dagger-like item. A, a regular dagger is one d4. It's a light weapon, and it has the throwing tag, which means you can use it as a range weapon at a relatively short distance. Right. Um, a medium weapon, like a flail, that does one d6. It's a medium type weapon, and it has a tag called backswing, which means that if you miss, you have advantage on the next attack you. And then a heavy weapon, for example, would be like a halberd. That does a d10, it's heavy, and it has the long tag, which means that if somebody's coming at you, you get an attack of opportunity against them. Like kind of like Polar Master or whatever, unless they also have a long weapon, in which case it makes sense. I I have a question then. Now, Um, Now that I have an amazing razor blade out of my middle finger... Um, of course. I have, I have Somehow a, I knew that. Really? Somehow I already knew that. Okay. I mean, if I have to choose one finger, yeah. I there's no other way. No, no. Just... Uh, I have one uh, minor power, hard knocks. Your swings, powers, or projectiles hit harder than average. Choose one of the following. I've chosen add half of your positive mind modifier to damage from your powers. Uh, so would that razor blade be my power? Mm, no, that's a no. That's just an item. So that only adds to the magic or the powers, actual powers that use mind. Mm. Correct? Hard knocks. No. Um, add half your positive mind modifier to damage from your powers, whatever they may be. So would the razor blade be my... No, because it's an okay. item. Okay, cool. It's a thing that's built into you. It's not right. like a power. Got it. According to the, the text on that, it wouldn't yeah, yeah. It wouldn't do that. Because I have that uh, zap thing. Now you could instead choose 
add half your positive brawn no, or agility no, no, no. I, to I, melee damage with no, light weapons. I, I took that specifically for Zap, so okay, I was cool. just making sure that the... Yeah. Yeah, that would only be like... That's spell damage, mm-hmm. basically. Power yep, damage, yep, yep. right? Yeah. I feel like this is the first time I came up with a name for a character before I made the character. <laughs> Never happen again. Never, yeah, I know. Save her this moment. I'm glad it happened for like one shot. Alright. <laughs> Never to be used again. Yep. Thank you, sir. <laughs> yep. Did you cut it into tits? <laughs> I did cut it into tits, yeah. Tits? Tits? <laughs> what? That's what I heard. Yeah, that's what I that's heard. That's what I heard. <laughs> I thought you said tits. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I, I cut it into tits. Did you cut it into tits? <laughs> Eights. Eights. Okay, thank you. In case everyone <laughs> wondered where my mic was, <laughs> I've now heard meat and tits. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh god. The rain in Spain. Tits. Rain in Spain. Mainly on the train. The rain in Spain. Or look at on the plane. Okay. Choose a drive. Yeah, it's just not enough. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's okay. It was fast. <laughs> There's this one power in here called a murder of crows. Mm. It's basically you have a crow and it's, it follows you around and is loyal to you. But once per session, you can feed it an eyeball. And it like gathers a bunch of other crows, and they just make all kinds of noise and scare the shit out of people. Jeez. And that's basically what it says the power is for. Mm. That sounds pretty cool. Oddly specific, but there it is. <clears throat> I was expecting something like you release the crows upon an unsuspecting enemy. Yeah. Well, story go wise, on him. right? <laughs> story wise, it could be anything. Game mm-hmm. mechanics wise, it's a pure distraction for an enemy. Or your companions. <laughs> or for all of them. 
That way you don't have to worry about how much damage does a crow's beak do. Right. Mm. Good call. <laughs> You're already laughing. That's not a good sign. I'm. Uh, I was thinking, like, it, well, how, what can I change hooded robes for? And I was thinking maybe like a, a kind of slender, tight fit suit. And for some reason, I immediately remembered that episode from Simpsons where Flanders was like... Mm -hmm. It's like I'm wearing nothing at all. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. (laughs) Yeah. Stupid, sexy Flanders. Yes. Mm. But that's that's how I want to go, you know? Hooded Rose is not my style. So you're going with, like... 80s skin tight latex or spandex. Or yeah. No, no, not <laughs> latex or spandex. More like a. Neoprene? Leather? Plastic? Well, oh, you don't want leather. Leather's rough. Unless you like squeaking as you walk. No. I assumed that was <laughs> part of the design. <laughs> yeah, spandex, I guess. Colonel. Spandex robes. <laughs> Spandex. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't like it. I, I don't know how that works. I don't like it. <laughs> you can wear spandex and then robes on top of it, and it's yeah, weird, but it works. Robe. But a oh, robe made out of spandex. Spandex is. robe. You like, just like, fall. Like wearing a like wearing a body condom. <laughs> it would be a body Basically. condom, and you'd just fall. There wouldn't be any slits. Well, There'd be no obvi- Obviously, the spandex robes would need to be lubricated. I mean, obviously. <laughs> oh, God. No, it's, it's like a swimsuit. You just have a... <laughs> 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 you just have that's a, a leotard. Well, you're... Leotard. No, that's a, that's a cool vinyl suit that people are hoisted into for their sexual pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Very squeaky. The grizzly oh, must be lubricated. Boy. Yes. Oh, too, oh. And they can't leave you in there for too long. <laughs> I don't like it. Okay, so how, how do I put it in my equipment? <laughs> Spandex robes. <laughs> no, 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 no. I remember that you do start with a set of clothing, so yeah, that's yeah, whatever yeah. that no, is. It's just if like you want a... armor above and beyond that, like that's one of the things we agree on that you start with. Well, one of the that things I start sense. with is an ultra suit. Does that count as armor or not? What are you doing? No, Alta Suits do not count as armor. Okay. What is, what What are you... It's, that's a power. It is, it's a... Oh! It's a minor archetype power thingy. Ooh, 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 I know. Sorry, <laughs> I got excited. <laughs> Go on. Like, uh... Continue. I'm gonna be wearing, like, a uh, that suit that, um... Kido was wearing in the Kill Bill. But averted. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah, yeah, yeah. yellow and black stripes, but, but black, black and, and yellow, yellow stripes. stripes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. So how, like, is that a bodysuit? Well, it's like a jumpsuit, right? Yeah. 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 It's it, it's a Bruce Lee jumpsuit, to be hyper-specific. Basically, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I didn't... Yeah. Let me see if there's an actual term for that. Is there a term? I don't feel like being squeaky. Yeah, that's... That's there for the jokes. Yellow jumpsuit. I mean, yeah, it's a jumpsuit. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. Think I didn't think there was any. 
unless Hong Kong has a specific word for it. Maybe they do. But it's in Mandarin, so we wouldn't know it. <laughs> so it probably translates yeah. like jumpsuit. As to, it translates to yellow <laughs> jumpsuit. Are you also an astronaut? Robert? No. Are you, are you also an asshole? <laughs> Ultranauts. <laughs> no, I am a royal. You're a royal, okay. So, um, one of the things um, under Exiled Queen, as for her items, mm-hmm. it allowed her to combine her set of clothes with armor. Mm-hmm. Can I do that? Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that makes sense. So, she's got like a dress with a reinforced corset, so it's light armor. That makes sense. Yeah, that's that, cool. that, that, yeah. But can she breathe? No. Uh, she's had, she's <laughs> had corset training, so she can't. And she's breathe. had surgeries to remove her pesky lungs. She's a Barbie doll. Is she a Barbie doll? Yeah. No, she's not a Barbie okay, doll. Okay, great. They also refer to them as tracksuits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it, technically. Tracksuit, technically. Yeah. Although, when I think <laughs> of tracksuits, I think of like. Squatting, you know, yeah, like slime. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're at the twenty seeds. Yeah, yep, yep. We are out there next to a broken washing machine for some reason. <laughs> this is actually one stereotype stereotype that is actually there. Like it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, it's there. I mean, they, like I know, I know a couple of those guys. <laughs> you know some people yeah, personally. Yeah. <laughs> I actually. Yeah. There are always those moments where you're like, "Guys, come on, stop." Yeah. <laughs> but it's just that life. Mm-hmm. So we start it's with fifty are. credits, or whatever currency is. Yeah, fifty currency. Well, specifically, you start with fifty gold coins. A coin purse with fifty gold coins. Which, basically, like, will, regardless of where you are in the ultracosm, like, people look at that and go, like, oh, that seems valuable, let's trade. Or, or if they use gold or any kind of money, they're like, okay, that makes sense, I'll transfer it into the currency that we use. Okay. What does light armor give me? I'm sorry, Robert. No, go ahead. Light armor gives you one soak. So my armor would just be... One. 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 Okay, and defense is... Agility... Plus, if you have a sh- if you're using a shield, nope. and then some powers or things like that might like temporarily so buff ten. that, increase that. So not okay. Ten. It's just yeah. So it's in just that, just your case, it probably be just just agility. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Okay, so for a weapon, I was thinking uh, what I'm going to call a dueling sword. It's basically a medium weapon with the parry. Okay. And a little bit, a little motor. No, that rotates the chain. No, it's just, <laughs> it's just a chainsaw. Well, if you want to put it that if way, you want, to, you want to put it that way. Okay, so a medium weapon with a parry. Yeah, does like a d6. Yeah. Like a, a rapier, they type as a d6, and that sounds yeah. about right. So it's a, we'll say it's a. Are you sure you don't want that to be a light whip? Yes, because uh, I'd be using strength anyway. Okay, so it doesn't matter. I guess. Okay, so it's a little heftier than 
I'll say it's D6, medium, it'll have the parry tag on there. Oh. Is there a... Is there another tag that would make sense on there that you think is appropriate? Uh, oh, let's see if I can try to remember them. <laughs> because my phone's almost dead. Um, I can use mine. Precise might be... Sure. The dueling sword, so I would assume that, like... Yeah, if it's you more want to maneuverable. give me both of those, yeah, sure. Parry and precise makes sense to me. Uh, Good boy. Oh, I was trying to throw you a treat, and I scared you. But okay. food... Good boy. Did you find it? Sure. Okay, you found it. Did he find it? I know what they do. You got it? Those were like the two it's I confused. remembered. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> He's being quiet. I've also got, you. I've got the... I've got my iPad in the, in the other room if you guys need to, need to pull that out as well. Good boy. Come here. Good boy, baby. Now I need to find the spell for my dark tone. There you go. Okay. Is there a um, weper? Wep- weper? Weper? Jesus Christ. not a weper. I need to go take a nap or something. I'm struggling. <laughs> I might die real quick, but I would like a weapon that is non-lethal. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. like my razor. <laughs> yeah, totally. You can just kind of stab. You can slightly stab someone. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. Well, a, most a weapons can be applied in a non-lethal sense. Right, so, so I would just like one that would be easy for me to go, it's non-lethal, and you not go, yeah, okay. A dull razor blade. <laughs> exactly. A stun ray. A stun ray, or... Yeah, or a stun know. razor blade. <laughs> a stun razor blade. No, I just want... You know, not a baseball bat, where if I roll a fucking 20, yeah. you're gonna be like, well, you killed him. Knock somebody's head off. Right. You know what I mean? Like, If you say that you're doing non-lethal damage, I'm gonna take I that I would like that account. to be assumed. Okay. So that's why I'm clarifying that, like... I might die real soon, but I'm not going to have lethal. What about a whip? Why? why? It's just an example of a weapon that's, like, not necessarily lethal. I'm more on board with the stun ray laser. Ray. Okay. I wonder if that's... Stun beam. A little bit of range, but not lethal. um, So my idea is... Is it a light weapon, a medium weapon, or a heavy weapon? What can I have? It uh, doesn't matter. As I'm saying, it, those make have certain assumptions. I, I think a light weapon would be preferable. Okay. So we'll say we'll say it does one d four. It's light. It's ranged, obviously. Another way to look at that that might be interesting is it does mind damage instead of mm, physical that's damage. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But mind damage can still be lethal. Mm-hmm. It can. If you spill enough over, and yeah. Yeah. So we'll say, let's see. Just important to the character, that's all. So you are going with this, like, ray thing. Yeah, that's fine. Is it like, is it gonna, so it's like a pistol, basically. In the sense that it, like, fires a shot at a single dude. Yeah. Make it look like a TV remote. So if we get, you know, anywhere with police, they will. Are they going to know what it. TV remotes are? Well, that's the thing. But they might know what's a pistol. They didn't have TV remotes in the fifties. No. <coughs> they had <coughs> radios. They did. I mean, it's <laughs> a weapon is a weapon. It's going to mm. look daunting no matter what. I mean so. that. I like it to be small and light so I can hide yeah. it. 1d4, light, 
Okay. Um, light and range. Okay. That seems okay. to cover basically what you want to do. Sounds great. Thanks. Let's see if I die in the first five minutes because I'm trying not to fight. Well, don't start a fight. You can't win. I, I wasn't planning on it. <laughs> oh, but, right. <laughs> you can count on me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Two star fights. That they yeah, that's uh-huh. what I meant. You wasn't planning on it, but... I will attempt to end fights as quickly as you start. Wonderful. See, with the, we have old chains. <laughs> I was just thinking if we were going to, like, you know, make something fun and, like... A little light entertainment. And telling yeah. of our personalities, I should make something that doesn't innately want to murder everything. Hmm. I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was thinking for my dark spell tone that I get mm-hmm. as part of my uh, drive... Uh, Intergalactic Karma Sutra? No. <laughs> I, I'm not even okay. sure what that spell effect would be. But. What? <laughs> I could start listing ideas. No, it's not. <laughs> I could also. <laughs> Alright. Okay. I have only pictures in my head. That, I mean, that's that's kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Robert. Yes? We're derailing. Go on. <laughs> so, I. Like to summon like a little imp that's kind of like a little <laughs> creature that will follow my orders to a reasonable degree. Like it'll go fetch something or like jump on a person and harass so them. It has a sense them. of preservation, is what you're saying. It's not going to do suicidal stuff. Yeah. Okay. I know there's a. It's like a sidekick. Yeah, as one of the options. It's, it's like kind of like kick option, but it's a spell that does that. Okay, that would seem straightforward, I imagine. And it's like this it's like terrifying little imp because it's a dark spell tone. Okay, so we'll 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 basically phrase it like the sidekick power, mm-hmm. and we'll say that it does. That sounds like a medium spell. To me. Um, I'm not sure if I. It's supposed to be a spell. It's just, as part of your drive, you just get a, a dark tone with a spell in it. Mm. It makes sense to me that temporary effect over a larger area or long-lasting effect over a contained area. <coughs> that seems reasonable to me as opposed to, like, minor spell. Okay, okay. Um, so, sidekick power. Uh, what do you want the cost of that to be? That'll be this as a medium spell. It'll be one d six. One d six. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The way that the way that the power is phrased and the way you were describing it makes it seem like it falls in that medium spell guideline. So okay. we'll say it's a d six of mind to cast. And of course, that's that is what's encouraging you not to. Yeah, you can't cast spells over and over again. Eventually, you're yeah. maxing out your mind. That's more like a one procession thing at this lower level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
have yourself? Uh, no. Oh, you already did that? Yeah, I already. I already said. Hey, that should be it for me. Yeah, I'm looking over items and stuff right now. I'm close. Anything good in there? I mean, it's it's vague in what it gives you. Um, just trying to like put together. It's more like a come weapon. up with something, and then the stats will be one d four, one d six. Possibly one D8. Mm. Keep going with the heavies. <clears throat> well, medium weapons do a D8 too, mm. but they usually don't have like any tags with them. Ah, you just kind of get them as is. Mm. I've been leaning in like a medium ranged or maybe a light ranged. Because like the longbow is mm. a medium ranged and it does a D8, but it mm. also has an armor piercing tag. Hmm. Hmm. I got some good examples in here. Need more ray guns though. <laughs> if only I have, I can have four more razor blades. Well, you could like uh, say it's a heat ray gun and basically say it's the same thing as a long gun. <clears throat> that will be like a long-term yeah, quest. I'm trying to figure out how I want to. Each of that. Yeah, yeah, do I want to build it as light? Do I want to build it as medium? Those kind of questions. Yeah. <clears throat> I might lean a little bit more towards the light, just because range isn't going to be my big thing, but... Yeah, it seems like majority of the stuff is just short range. Yeah, Unless you're specifically building for low-range character. It's got a bit more of that, like, as mentioned, sword <clears throat> and sandal feel, where it's like, yeah, you're going to be fighting people with... Uh, long swords and whatnot and you'll be going toe to toe with them. Unreliable. Hmm. Is there a weapon that's unreliable? Yeah. yeah. The uh, their example is the black powder pistol, but effectively if you miss, you can't use it for the rest of combat. Wow. You have There's like armor that has that tag too, and it's like if you use it, you can't use it again. <laughs> you get one shot, one reduction. <clears throat> the whip is kind of ridiculous because it does a D2 damage, but it also has the excruciating tag. So mm. if you actually do damage with it, the the other person loses one of their actions to pain. Ooh. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's spicy. Maybe I want a whip tail. <laughs> Again, you're walking into beast territory there. You are. <laughs> mm. I, well, I'm, I'm thinking yeah. more like Transformers. Okay. Like, if I'm an android-ish, like, robot. You can have that built on there. I, yeah, I can have, like, a... That redling chain, like. What kind of abomination are you trying to become here? Yeah, <laughs> tail is a little too much. <laughs> uh. Recognizable as human? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm thinking like uh, uh, like Alita type mm. android. So face 
very Kind of clearly human. Very clearly human, and then is under the under that jumpsuit is just like, ah, <laughs> ah, whoa. <laughs> so nobody wants to see you naked. Yeah. Except for the huge, ridiculous eyes. Yeah. Now, yeah. got those big eyes, mm-hmm. the Martian eyes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lie, they nailed it in the movie. Like, the CGI on the face was amazing. It was definitely one where it's like, the first time you see it, you're like, whoa. And yeah. then when you start seeing it in the movie, you're like, yeah, you're like eh, it's fine. It's actually wow. But it, it takes a while to get over that initial, like, ooh, whoa, what? I'm still a little <laughs> creepy that they, like, went... The whole movie was about ten minutes of the original. Yeah. Like, oh, they're, come on. They're, Clearly trying to set it up for like a yeah, three-parter, yeah. and oh. I hope they get a chance to. Yeah, yeah, I really hope it was it was pretty good. I mean, story-wise, meh, but the picture was amazing. Hmm. I yeah, you can get away with a whole lot more violence if you're doing it to robotic. I know, pets. I know. I was watching it, and yeah. I'm like, oh wow, yeah. they allow that? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it's a cartoon, it's CGI. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. the, even with that, it's that boundary of like. It's still a face human yeah, uh, associated. It, and especially if you think of it, you're like, no, that's still a person. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But because they don't look like a person, the rating yeah. boards is like, ah, it's fine. And it's like, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Is that part of the point of the series or not? Not really. Mm, that's unfortunate. But it was yeah. a missed opportunity. It, it was actually like, like I know what you're talking about. When when I was watching movie, I was like, woof, yeah. they allowed that it's, in this film. It's basically like, like imagine a robotic version of like a wood chipper that you throw things into. You watch somebody go through it. What, hold on, what is this again? For Alita, Battle Angel. But what? since they're mostly robotic and to the point where it's like. They barely even look human, but they still mm. have the face. Yeah, yeah. Then I'm like, nope, that's that's hitting buttons I didn't want pressed today. Say, that's the kind of shit that messes me up. Yeah. I, I don't care for that. Yikes. Yeah, that that was the peak of it, thankfully, but that was when I'm like, whoo, that much. That'd be enough. Yeah. yeah. Good boy being quiet. Boy. It's just like I never leave work. It's fine. <laughs> don't mind. <laughs> ABA and my dog with my day my time off. It's totally fine. <laughs> One day he will learn. Yeah. I mean, he's been doing better tonight. Mm-hmm. He has good spans where he's like, oh, right. Being quiet is good. And if, then he's like, oh, food. Give good me, boy. <laughs> let me be more whiny. Shit, that's not working. Let me be mm-hmm. quiet. Back All up right, front. food. And then we're back again. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Constantly mm-hmm. cycling. It's just going to take some time. More time than Jason probably wants it to. Hmm. You but can teach old dogs new tricks. It usually you, just you takes abso- a while. Yeah, you absolutely can. He's just very fucking stubborn. <laughs> it's just like he knows how to do things, but it's just whether or not he actually is fucking going to or not. And I just got in the bad habit of whenever he was whining to feed him, and now he's like, cool, food, Wine. when I make this noise. <laughs> Wine for food. Yeah, so I just got to get him out of it. I've just been putting it off because... You know, I like to leave work at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it sounds reductive when you're like, wow, you do ABA on children, now you're doing it on your dog. Well, yeah, but it's not nearly as nuanced as it is with, you know, people. Yeah. 
there's more complexity there. There is much more because we consider how kids feel way more than I'm considering how my dog feels about food right now. Also, don't usually use food. Mm. So. <laughs> what are the chances I can get medium armor? I was wondering that for my character, and I was like, eh, how am I gonna fucking happen? So, just could try not to die. <laughs> wow, you guys are. Uh... Not very optimistic about your chances. I'm le- like specifically choosing a weapon that doesn't kill people. I think I that's specifically, the ideal of optimistic. I specifically choose a character with no armor. I'm building kind <laughs> of a melee like tank slash DPS. So if we cool. meet in the battlefield, it will be a perfect, perfect combo. Yeah, yeah. I have a mind of thirteen, however. Me too. I made it as high as I could get it. Robert? I have a mind of 13. Mind of 9! Nice. <laughs> my brawn is 9. But my uh, one of my abilities allows me to add my mind modifier to damage. Yeah, I saw yeah, the Yeah, I was waiting yeah. for that, yeah. Yeah. Because that's typically what you do. You're like, yeah, no, I'm smart. I just use it to blow people up. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> Still smart. Yeah. And... Like uh, my agility is what I put a nine in, but I made up for it with the shield spell and mm-hmm. the parry. Because mm, cool. the shield would give me between one and three, and the parry would give me a plus five for an action. Not too shabby. And I bought my infinity in bronze, so I'm hoping to have that out a little bit. Yeah, I put my infinity in mind because I'd like to be able to. Uh, get Mind us stuff. out of situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, find ways Ooh. through situations. To me. Actually, Does your affinity count when you're damaging yourself? So, like, uh, you do the one d four mind, and I if you roll a one, so. do you reduce it to zero? I, I think okay. it's only when you're taking damage from yeah. other sources. I mean, I want to double check that. It would yeah, be great. That, that could be great for like a yeah. mage character. Mm-hmm. But there also is social combat in this system. Mm-hmm. There you go. So I will leave that like, to the lot of you. If you like Did have you. a serious argument with somebody, you can like damage them. <laughs> My brain. I'm mostly I concerned like about not shooting someone in the head and watching them explode. I, I feel like I'm doing that in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you take damage to an ability you have an affinity for, regardless of source, Ooh. the first re- first reduce the damage by the value of your affinity before applying the ability. Mm-hmm. So you can use that as a benefit See, in that to regard. Me, Interesting. To me, uh, because we are um, might not overlapping. Might put it in uh, mind then, since um, if you're going to be a blasty <laughs> character, yeah. So. Well, my, my defense comes from spells. Hmm. So, yeah. My thinking that the pools, because the pools are, like if your brawn goes to zero, you go to agility, mm-hmm. it makes more sense to balance them out to be as close to each other as possible. Mm. For the most part, yeah. 
Yeah, I can see that. Good boy. Good boy being quiet. Good boy. Move the Travis. Something that dropped. Yeah, that's what it was. Good boy. Yeah, yeah it doesn't have a cup of tea. Don't watch a stranger, you're going to be quiet. <laughs> What is currently taking is tiny bits of treats whenever he's quiet. It's not a great strategy. Nope. <laughs> I actually bought another bag and another package of bones. I was prepared. Came prepared. No, well, treats are a finite well, no, the point is to start out with lots of treats, and then the longer he's qu- the more you do it, you wait at longer intervals to reinforce the behavior. Mm-hmm. That's Until how we, it becomes that's, default. That's how you shape behavior. May I perhaps get my hands on medium armor? I am playing a more like combat focused. If it makes sense for the character, that's that's fine. Cool. Because there's no, there are no real hard strictures on the one or two items that you start with, other than like it has to make sense. This is a thing. Yeah. Medium armor does take up two slots. I think. Yep. I got strength for days, so I'm not too worried about that at the moment. But, yeah, we'll see how that goes in the future. I just want to be able to take the hits. Shush, Leon. I get the benefits of medium armor with light armor. Nice. Yeah. So close. Like, yes, of what kind of armor is it? What are you envisioning? I good boy. Honestly, envisioning it kind of like the uh, a lighter version of the like Starcraft oh, Marines yeah. armor. Sure, where it's kind of yeah. like bulkier. Yeah, the quote unquote space marine style yeah, weird, armor. Weird, like shoulder pauldrons, shoulder, yeah, stuff. Yeah, okay. stuff like that. Yeah. <clears throat> so we'll say that that that's medium armor. Uh, Two soak takes up two slots. Yep. We'll say that it is noisy. Would you say that's fair? That's fair, yeah. Yeah. Put the noisy tag on it. Not moisy. That's not a word. It's moisy. It's like me mishearing things all night. No, it's not like that at all. Shut up. <laughs> Brain to paper. I don't want my brain coming out on paper right now. <laughs> Although, to be fair, I never do. And I'm thinking probably doing like a light or a medium ranged weapon. Some sort of like blaster of sorts. Sure. I, I would stick to... Light weapons would be like sort of blasters and rays and things like that. And then medium weapons would be like like a like a blaster rifle right. or something like that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like Because medium weapons, crossbow, longbow, that's where you're... Heavier stuff. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay, yeah, I'll do like a. Call it like a blaster pistol for now. Bolt pistol. There you go. <laughs> sure. Lean into it. Yeah. Just... 
Did you just say portable missile launcher? I did. Have some fun with that. Like a <laughs> pocket one. Like a cricket from Men in Black. Yeah. So I always pick. We can say that it does like a D6. Sure. Right? That makes sense. There are some light weapons that do a D6, Thanks. like the rapier does a D6. Because I imagine the a bolt pistol is going to hurt more than a dagger, for instance. A bit, but, yeah. But maybe not as much as like a crossbow bolt to the face. Which is a little more In between the two. Yeah. So it'll say it's light. We will say it is um, ranged, of course, right? Mm-hmm. That tag on it. Um, what kind of ammunition is this thing? Is it? is it like a slug thrower and that it's still using yeah. conventional weapons? Still okay. using hunks of metal. Okay. Well, then we'll say, uh, let's see here. Chemically propelled hunks of metal. Wouldn't say spread. Actually, okay. Let's bump that up. We'll say the damage is a D8 instead. And we'll add the tag reload onto it. Which means that you have to spend an action to reload it before you can use it again. Makes sense. Take the shot. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything else on here that's sort of particularly applicable for it. This is just a kind of a starting weapon. Yeah, I'm looking over tags and nothing stands out to me as like, ooh, yeah, that one. Um, that fits the weapon. Since I'm aiming to be more of like a melee character, half tempted to just throw unreliable on there for the hell of it. I spent too much time. No, I, I but, wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. do that. No, I, I think the I, I think the reload uh, cost is enough much, for that. Really? If it was a like they mentioned that black powder weapon, like, that seems like prime candidate. For um, yeah, where it's, it's something actually, might go wrong. When you like for that. me, it's the opposite. Yeah. It's a game yeah. that I don't need to put a lot of mind to it. I just get into it for like five ten minutes and just forget about it. Man, no, me and no? Fallout Shelter. I had really I cared way too much. I had to delete it. I was like, nope, oh. I'm too busy for this shit. You must protect all and of now them. you're playing Animal Crossing, so you just traded one Which, sugar daddy. But you know what? I can absolutely just be like, hey, I'm done for today. Like I don't care about that nearly as much. As I did about getting all the stats and each thing perfectly right, and then you had to do the quest, and then you had to do the timing for the quest, and everything. Yes. Imagine a modern Fallout game that you're compelled to play. I know. What a novelty. Ooh, it's really on the nose, isn't it? <laughs> Ouch. But fair. Don't worry, they're adding a battle royale mode. Mm-hmm. Because why not? I. Uh, yep. Saw that and was just like, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, The Outer Worlds comes out on October 25th, so like... That sounds all of us. All of us since like day one, like jumping to that shit. He'll be buying me a video game for my birthday. I saw for him. I saw um, (laughs) an an article where the headline was basically like, "Yeah, this feels a lot like New Vegas, but in space." And I was like, "Congratulations, you've sold me the game." Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it does sound pretty fucking great. (laughs) I am holding myself from spending. 60 bucks on the pre-order uh, for Cyberpunk. 
Mm. I just, uh, you just gotta do it. Just gotta and then wait it. for half a year. Well, yeah. I'm at a point <laughs> that's where I'm even like, worse. I need more information before yeah. I make that commitment. Yeah. I'm and getting that's fair. slow I, yeah. trickles. I understand like, that. 30 bucks? We're learning more. Yeah, take my money. But 60 is already like... We were, Rachel and I were talking about this the other day about how I'm really, I'm cautiously optimistic about, about that game, mm-hmm. given how good their games have become, like, Throughout the Witcher series, yeah, like Witcher yeah, One yeah. was was kind of weird and clunky, but super janky. Had some wise. had some good stuff that's going to Witcher mm-hmm. Two was like Starting a refining. whole step further, and mm-hmm. Witcher Three was like an entire step further than that. Like so, they're really good, and Witcher Three is like a great, great, oh, great yeah. achievement. So like, except for Roach, I'm excited <laughs> about that. Well, yeah, horses in any of the other games suck. Yeah. Um, yeah, but so I'm excited. Because, like, Witcher 3 is, like, really good, and mm-hmm. they, like, Warner Brothers threw them, like, you know, they had enough money where they could be like, let's make a fucking video game. Yeah. Right? And they did it. And, but now, since they're changing, like, both genres and... Points of view? Points of view, yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when they're changing game mechanics, I'm like... <sighs> yeah. I want this to be really good, but you've never done one of these before, mm-hmm. you know? It's one where it's like, every time I see gameplay, I'm like, we're seeing how this goes. Yeah. Trying to get yeah. that, like, the weirdest way to put it is, like, mouse feel, as a mm-hmm. pun of, like, mouth feel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for, like, how it feels to actually play the game. Is it actually fun and smooth mm-hmm. to play, right? That was the one thing I had drilled into me when I was like learning how to make video games was start with the basics. Is it what are you going to be doing most in this game? Because mm-hmm. if that's not fun, you, you fucked then up. Scrap it. Yeah. yeah, immediately scrap it. Are you making Mario? Does moving and jumping feel bad? You messed or, up. <laughs> or does it even just feel okay? You haven't messed up, but you're not in a good place. It has to be better than Mario 64. You've mm-hmm. already set a bar there. You have to clear that bar. It's <laughs> like what. That's what. They did so right with Spider-Man, right? The swinging. You just mm, because the swinging like felt good. The mechanics then, yeah. otherwise were good, but the swinging felt good. And, and so that's why that worked, yes. Because yeah. if they didn't... Well, that's why a lot of the other Spider-Man games sucked. Mm-hmm. Or people didn't like them, because the swinging didn't feel right. Or and they were, were doing it really most of the time. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've just so that's, so that's why I'm cautious, but optimistic, because... They've never done an FPS before. They've never done like a sci-fi style, like a cyberpunk game before, which are too tricky needles to thread for a studio who's yeah. seems like their whole thing is like they did. Didn't they work on Stalker too? They did do some. I but basically, their their whole shtick is like we make third-person fantasy action games, which are decidedly not the thing that they're making now. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, I, I need more time to figure out, and honestly, just more time to hear what's going on there because we have so little detail. Yeah, you have like a whole hour of gameplay, an hour. That's plenty. Oh, that's all no. you need. <laughs> out of out of this, no doubt, one hundred and twenty hour game. game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which I will probably play at least twice, like Deus Ex. Yeah, <laughs> I still haven't finished Mankind of Heaven. I've been trying to replay it, but every time I play it, it runs for like an hour and then crashes oh and because i've been playing on their version of hardcore mode it goes oh we're setting you back like 10 minutes <laughs> because we don't save for you that's not so you can't save scum no. and i'm yeah. like i can't do this yeah 
I nope. I need off. that super risk of failure because I've gotten used to like playing through and save scumming so many games. Sure. Yeah. Because XCOM, yeah. effectively. Mm-hmm. For like the last five years, I've been really excited about the Final Fantasy VII remake. Mm-hmm. And then they started releasing information on it, and now I'm not. Uh, it's been up and down. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm more interested in it well, uh, with every, with every passing sort well, of thing. The the thing was, it, when they showed the gameplay, it definitely wasn't Final Fantasy VII, mm-hmm. which kind of dulled that nostalgia button hit. Sure, yeah. But I could get with it, and then they said they're going to be releasing it in parts, and I'm like... Mm. Yeah, that that I'm still suspicious about. Uh, I like, well, uh, maybe when they have a sale and they sell everything mm-hmm. as a bundle. But, in no. in 2035. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when that's they that's what it. I don't like about <laughs> games now. You, you can't, like... I want a game for, like, 40 bucks. The whole game, the whole all of you guys did there. I want all of it for forty bucks, or I want a free game with you know downloadable, payable stuff. Like I, there's not like, what are they doing now? The game for like ten, fifteen bucks, and then expansions for another ten. Just give me a good product, finished product. Yeah, finish, finish the game. And then finish the game. And That's why I never got team. into any of the early access stuff on Steam. No, was no, like, yeah. I just want to wait until you guys have like really polished off and finished yeah. the thing. Then let me have it. Like Ghost in the Shell for me was one of those that where I'm like, yeah, just I don't care how much money, just pre-order everything. Yes, 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 yes. Mm. Agreed. And then the game just. And that's the reason why I've been like pumping the brakes on those pre-orders. It's I'm true. Like, I want it. I mean, you're, yeah. they, they tell you not yeah. to pre-order. Never pre-order. No. Hold the line. Yeah. yeah, it's it's hard, but I I got there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the last game I pre-ordered, or at least bought on day one, was Dragon Age Inquisition. Mm-hmm. Although that was a mistake because I bought it for PlayStation Three, and it's completely unplayable on PlayStation. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, because whenever there's a lot going on, and it auto saves. It'll freeze. You oh, have to save. Fun. And it auto saves every time there's a bunch of demons jumping out of the portal. Sure. So yeah, that happens a lot. <laughs> yeah. In, in the game, play. having yeah, played no, through it, it I, happens a lot. I yeah. watched him play a good amount of it. That happens a lot. Not the freezing. The PS4 version seems fine. But yeah, the PS4 version. The demon works. part seems to happen a lot. <laughs> I know. So you're like five minutes into it, and then you're like. Restart, and then like you get through one, and you're like really happy, and then you like come to another one five minutes later, and it's like, oh, yeah. God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> you're f- trying to finagle your way through every single fight. Cool. I guess you basically have to like manually save every five minutes. <laughs> yeah, just to make sure. It's awful. During yeah. during my time with the PlayStation Three version, I never got out of the hardware lands. Mm. Yeah, I can understand. Yeah, it's just too much. Like the thing we were trying to watch last night, they kept buffering. After like ten minutes, you're like, nope. Oh, we were trying to watch something on Zach's server, but it was like it was like at eight o'clock or something, and I imagine Zach's doing stuff too, and like Mm -hmm. it's just high traffic. We were trying to watch um, King's Glaive, that the animated Final Fantasy movie, the 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 prequel, the prequel thing to Final Fantasy 15, which I finally sat down and started like playing through. Um, 
like and your cooking and fishing simulator. <laughs> it just it just kept it kept buffering if we just couldn't watch it. And then I mm. we watched something on YouTube that was basically like, here's a summary yeah. of the stuff that you need to know from Kingsglaive. And I was like, oh well, that saved me two hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Sean Bean. Yeah, which but which means he's gonna die. But uh-huh. the rest of the movie, yeah. which is not great. Yeah. Like, literally, Jason was like, oh, Sean Dean's voice in his character. I was like, oh, he's going to die. Cool, cool. Yep. You just know. Well, we already knew that we from knew the that video from game. And then we I was just, like, well, yeah. no wonder he's playing the king, because he dies. <laughs> but he doesn't play the king in the video game, right. which is weird. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. Yeah. Okay, is, uh, how's everybody doing? Uh, I'm done. Creation. I think I'm done. Everybody, did, good everybody good? Good to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I got everything. I'll so, double. did you follow the special rules? In the section that I'm just telling you about. Probably not. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. Mm-hmm. So yeah. th- there's that section that says create a character from scratch. Did you mm-hmm. follow all those yeah. steps? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Just want to make sure you've got so. all your stuff yeah, yeah, and that yeah. you're not missing things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Quick double check. Oh, I need to come up with a weakness. Yeah. So, Rachel. Yeah. Um, give me the name of your character. And then I would like, and I'd like everybody to do this. Mm-hmm. Give me the name of your character. Give me the archetype. Um, tell me about. I'm not necessarily going to jot it down, but tell me about like the general concept of your character. Okay. And then tell me what the weakness is. Cool. Make sense? Yep. Okay. Um, I, you tell me how to pronounce it. It's E I R N Y. Irony? E I R N Y. Ernie? <laughs> it's not. Is it no. like shortened from Irni? Irni? How about that? Irni? Like, that's just a weird, Ernie. like, vaguely Ernie Slavic way of saying Irni. Irni. Bjartan Irni. Alright, fine, right. I'll change my name. It doesn't. What? Well, stop no, just. No, it's... If you're gonna make fun of it all night, I'm just I mean, it is, it is Irni. <laughs> So, and you asked how to pronounce it. That's yeah, true. but I didn't. Think you walked like, into that one. Didn't think you'd like fucking make fun of it all night. Let's let's try like something more conventional. Like cool, great, Alan. Yeah, definitely Bob. Alan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Alan Rickman. Asa Bell. A S A. A S A. Bell is her last name. With an E or without? At the end. No E at the end. So just bell like the thing that you read. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, She's an ultranaut. Ultranaut. Okay. And uh, female pronouns. Yes. Okay. Um, <sighs> so what's your concept? What what are you roughly? Basically, like a. Pilot, like space pilot, ish, adjacent. I didn't follow the concept in the thingy, but that's a. That's fine. I just want to know what your character is. So tell me. So she's she's a pilot. For she's, spaceships. For spaceships, yeah. She's a space she, pilot. She, she uh, she's also she? she's mostly an explorer. She like wants to go okay. and explore and run right. around. And... Explorer and spaceship pilot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Her drive is exploration. Her weakness is she has to help. She what? Has to help. Gots to do it. Okay. Compelled to help whom? Whoever needs it. 
build to help the needy. Usually sentient uh, creatures. Okay. G. Uh, I am an alien. My name is Grimoire. Grimoire, like the spellbook? Yep. Okay. Except uh, the O-I in the middle of the zero name one. is zero one. Yes. Okay, thank you. Um, so, my spiel is that I am a manifested AI, and I somehow made a... found out a body to... Put myself in it. Yeah, so so you are now, your consciousness is now in some kind yes. of body. Yes, yes. Yeah. And uh, it travels around, and my, uh, I am also uh, an explorer, my drive is exploration. And I'm, I am, I am seeking knowledge okay. of socializing with uh, fleshy sentient beings. Sure, yeah. You you want to interact with the meatbags. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. I, I want to know the why are they all about each other. Sure. What's so what's so good about these right. flesh people? Right. Right. Yeah. What's your weakness? My weakness is so because I'm I think I'm real good at talking to the meatbags. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I love this, but at the same time I, oh no. I feel like I feel like if some meat bag uh, doesn't like me, or talks better, or poses better than me, I feel like I need to study that physically personal. Fuck. With your fists. <laughs> no, 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 no. Maybe around no, their no, 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 no. face. It's okay. So with yeah, with yeah. my razor blade. Ah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so let me, let me make sure that I've got this so that we're both yeah, on the same page. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so if if a fleshy creature mm-hmm. doesn't like you, exactly. All right. For yes. some reason, doesn't get along with you. Yeah, yeah. You think that is? You assume that is some kind of like fleshy being failure, and so you're going to like. Uh, no, 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 no. It's not a failure. It's a success. So I need to learn how to be better via Dissection. probing the innards. Mm. Yeah. Dissection. Okay. Are you gonna try killing me? <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to switch places with Steven? PvP round one. <laughs> um, if you told me this, I would have made a different character. As opposed to trying to make someone who like actually talks nice. and tries to get us out of problems. We can, we can do good together. Oh god, as long as I don't hate you. Hey. Okay. There, therein lies the problem. Uh, male pronouns, female pronouns. Uh, let's go with male. Robert. Okay. Uh, my character's name is Lady Constantinia von Ryan the Seventh. Constantine with a K or a C? C. Constantine. Your name's gonna yeah. take three lines. Okay. Von. Ryan. Ryan spelled with a Y or an I? Y. Von Ryan like Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Okay. So you were Constantina via Ryan Gosling. Yes. Got it. The seventh. Oh, oh, yes. Sorry. 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 Forgot the seventh. Let me put... I forget. The, let me put so this, this is the long line of Ryan Gosling 
father. Noble, right? He is <laughs> yeah, she's a royal. I mean, oh, sorry, some... royal. They call it royal. Okay. So, oh. <laughs> royal? Real okay. You're just a beast. <laughs> What's your I mean, I love that weakness for character? <laughs> okay. The... Since I had to come up with it in like two minutes, I came up with arrogant. Okay. Because that's easy. So you, um... I wanted to do damsels in distress, but I couldn't. Well, let's figure. let's let's form that. Yeah. Th- arrogant is like a that's a personality trait. Let's mm-hmm. let's let's rephrase that into something that you're compelled to do. Right. Okay. So crystallized to action. Yeah. So so we'll say that's like if if you are arrogant, we'll say that you feel the need to take charge. Yeah, to take charge and to talk down to your lessers. Right. Okay. And uh, for concept is she is a rebel princess. Her mother, Constantina von Ryan V. Ooh, we skipped a little bit. Oh, her older sister is the sixth. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, is like the head of a theocracy-type monarchy. So have the same name for and um, she's rebelling against that. And her drive is forbidden knowledge. Okay. And she also has uh, cat eyes that are violet for her mutation. Oh, right, because she has the, yeah, it's forbidden knowledge. Then. Right, new type. Cool. Okay. Uh, female pronouns, I assume? Yeah. Okay, cool. Steven. I am playing Kesbiel, K-A-S-B-I-E-L. Kantika, K-A-N-T-I-C-A. Hold on. Yep. First name, K-E? K-A-S-B-I-E-L. Kesbiel. Last name Kantika, K-A-N-T-I-C-A. And your archetype? Beast. Beast. Why'd you ask? <laughs> I, I, sure. want, I, I don't want to pigeonhole people. I was bouncing between that and Alien, but the starting Alien stuff, I was like, eh. You weren't as keen. Really, yeah. yeah, it wasn't fitting, so yeah, I, cool. I morphed it into Beast. Okay, so your concept, Robert. like who are you? Concept, I I am the sole survivor of my squad that was wiped out by a alien fungus, effectively. Okay. Wow. So I'm mutated via that fungus. I see. Ooh. Cool. Gross. An, yeah. un, an unhealthy <laughs> symbiosis with yeah. the yeah. thing that killed your men. I, I've got shoulder claws, basically. Ah. Extra set of limbs. You've yeah. got a, you've got a you've got a zergling attached. Basically, to it. yeah. it's like Morpheus or not Morpheus. Morbius. Morbius. Morbius yeah, 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 yeah. A little bit like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so what's your what's your weakness? Weakness? Afraid of the dark. Okay. Afraid of uh, darkness. Makes That's sense. fun. Yeah. That, is Especially that with nyctophobia. Is that yeah. right? I think so. That sounds. Right. Nyctophobia: extreme irrational fear of the night or darkness. Yes. Yep. Nyctophobic. It was a night ambush. So. I pulled that uh, word right out of my ass. Well, Damn. And fungus usually grows better in dark in places. Dark, dark yeah, wet so. places. Yeah. Okay. And uh, male or female pronouns? Male. Or, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. They drive for revenge. Oh, against the fungus? Yeah. <laughs> Presumably. <laughs> uh, that's funny. It's so, pretty straightforward, but... So... I'll get you, Mold! So, from, from a certain logical conclusion, 
the most immediate revenge is just to like to just obliterate yourself, like to throw hurl yourself into the sun in a right? way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, so you're what you. I think I'm understanding now. So you will destroy the fungus, and then you'll take care of yourself last. <laughs> Got it. As cool. I'm still a potential host for whatever it's the true. Hell is going. Yeah, you gotta. It can't come back to Earth. But first, I'm running around with a squeegee bottle of like water and bleach, and just. Sure. Yep. Okay. So, very good. So, Asa, Grimoire, uh, Lady Constantina, uh, and Caspiel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do we pronounce for Caspiel? Caspiel's yeah. male. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Uh, male presenting. Uh, so, the four of you. Um, will be taking place uh, in an adventure that I put together uh, because... Let me tell you something about this system. It was put together and the shtick of it is like traveling through the ultracosm, like all of the different like planes and dimensions and planets and stuff like that. It, it was designed to run a bunch of different adventures from various systems whose mechanics are completely different, right? So it was like, okay, so we want to play a D&D adventure one day, and then we want to play a Lamentations of the Flame Princess adventure, and now we want to do, like, you know, uh, Stars Without Number adventure, and then we're going to switch over to Dungeon Crawl Classics. Like, it's that kind of thing. So taking those adventures and putting them all under kind of one banner, um, that is the sort of general gist of of this, this system. Like, why it was put together was to facilitate that kind of, like, back and forth genre flipping cool flexibility flexibility um that having been said i chose not to use an existing adventure um this is uh like what i put together after like you know two days of off and on like scripting and stuff like that so uh your adventure is called The Violet Bride of Azanomai. <laughs> um, for reasons that will be very clear soon. So, you start this adventure. One thing that I should ask. Uh, can we just assume you all know each other? Or do that you want to <laughs> no, yeah, leap through those hoops? I'd yeah. much rather yeah, just assume we yeah. all know each other. Okay. It's way easier. Yeah. And we will... You, you can work that out in play about oh, what yeah. that history entails, right? Sounds good. We have to be best friends, right? <laughs> I'm at least going to let you assume that we're best friends. <laughs> beep, boop, boop, beep. Because if he assumes otherwise, that might be a failing on your behalf. <laughs> Which deserves yeah. an autopsy. Let's go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just fucking go for it. Alright. So, I um, think you're goddamn adorable. Nice. So the four of you are are walking the um, uh, highly polished stainless steel bridge uh, of one of the imperishable orders uh, uh, high-end flagships uh, currently uh, in a kind of a hiding orbit behind a small planetoid that is just outside of the sphere of influence of a planet called Azanomai. You are here on invitation from uh, Captain Dibrar Indastos. Now that you need to, yeah, you know, know 
Do we need exactly to how to spell that. In case uh, I need to reference him, I will phonetically spell it. <laughs> uh, Cap- uh, captain Industa, so a uh, female captain, um, she has called you here on board her personal flagship as, as a decorated, long-serving hero of the imper- heroine, I should say, of the Imperishable Order. Uh, this is her flagship, her troops, her people. Um, she has invited you here to undertake a special mission, not on behalf of the Imperishable Order, which you know as like a legendary mercenary company throughout the various dimensions and planes, like, you know, throughout the Ultracosm, people know about the Imperishable Order. But apparently something personal that she needs to And that she is willing to, you know, provide money, connections, whatever you need to motivate you to do this thing. She's in a bind, and she wants a small team of people that she's not um, formally connected to, to do a job. So you're walking along, again, these sort of stainless steel halls, uh, this this massive bridge with all manner of sort of uh, blinking uh, uh, computer units and display, virtual holographic displays. Um, There are um, uh, uniformed, you know, black-booted soldiers going left and right, attending to various sort of controls and uh, talking amongst themselves, looking at, you know, the futuristic, the space version of a clipboard, uh, <laughs> space iPads, just just chatting and 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 lo- always looking very professional, very serious, getting things done. And you see that at the forefront of the bridge, standing before the sort of um, the vast uh, uh, nano glass uh, windshield of of essentially. Of the viewport, I should say, of of the flagship, um, is Captain Investos herself. She is a um, she's about five seven. She's not exactly a imposing figure, um, but she is an athletic woman, um, hair uh, tied up in a bun uh, under a what, what's called like a. Some people call it a side cap or a flight cap. Mm. It's like that kind of like... It's kind of hard to describe. Um, it's It looks like like a little boat mm. on top of your head. Oh, it's Charlie. Basically. Okay. Yeah. And you, but you can mm-hmm. take it off and like lay it flat. Yeah, and, yeah I know what yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, and a dark blue uniform, double-breasted, boots, mantle... Um, and high high collared mantle with like the kind of cape in the background, and just bedazzled with medals and decorations like everywhere. She is probably the most uh, highly regarded um, member of the Imperishable Order that has ever been. Right. Uh, people people know her name and her her you know her storied history like throughout the Ultra Cosmos. Um, she uh, turns on her heel and sees the four of you approaching and then gestures for you to come and then can, turns back around and looks out into sort of the vastness of space. Caspiel is going to approach and make it more so clear through sound, like emphasizing that, uh, but do the, like, snap the boots together, pound the chest a little bit to notice, just to get that sound to be like, you know, trying to show honor and respect. 
Captain or Captain Industos, it is a uh, honor to even be summoned aboard this ship. She she turns, clicks her heels together, gives you the same sort of military salute. <sighs> Mr. Cantica, I'm glad you could join us. I knew that your expertise would be valuable in this particular mission. I'm glad to have you on board. Willing to serve. Extending my hands. She does so. There's a firm pump. I look at that gesture and repeat. She offers you a firm yep. pump. It's a pleasure to see you in this outfit, fleshy person. She's just, is it sheer, her eyes narrow slightly? <laughs> Thank you. Pleasure to see you. And a nod. Thank you. And I like hold out my hand. She, uh, she understanding sort of the protocol. She, yeah, and sort of gives a kind of a nod and of a nod. She doesn't kiss the hand, but she does a sort of a deference gesture. Yes, it's quite the view you have. I'm pleased that we may have the opportunity to help each other out. Yes, I was surprised that a member of such a prestigious family as the Von Ryans would uh, um, bother to sully themselves, is not the right word, but to, to, to deign to meddle in imperishable order affairs. Don't, don't get me wrong, I am pleased, but uh, a, a little perplexed. Yes, well, there is somewhat of a difference of uh, opinion in the family right now. I see. Well, that difference of opinion will be a bonus to my needs. Yes. And, and you, um, Madam? Did I already introduce myself to her, or did I do that? You shook her hand, she okay. say. Hey, Sibel, nice to meet you. It's quite the view you have up here. Yes, uh, it's, uh, this particular sector of space is, um, it's a marvel to behold. Uh, a number of particularly unique planets here, their, their atmospheres, their terrain. Target, mission, what is this all about? Straight to the point. I like it. I like it too. <laughs> I have an important mission that I require independent contractors, if you will, to accomplish. The key words here for this particular mission discretion subtlety and efficiency I could be described by those words thank you so I have heard and I hope that will reflect on your actions in this mission now uh, if you uh, come let's talk and she sort of gestures, and you begin making your way off of the bridge, sort of down a separate hallway um, throughout the, the flagship. As we walk, I will say to her, I would love to discuss at length more of what you feel about the atmospheres of these... And I'll start, like, naming off the planet she was talking about. I'm like, I find them absolutely fascinating. Yes, they are. Um, a lot of uh, high engineering terraforming has, has gone into making these planets as, as beautiful jewels for sentient species that they are. But um, as, your, as your friend so uh, delicately put, uh, <laughs> hardly any time 
for such discussion. Precisely. Let me be clear. This mission that I am requiring of you, I'm asking of you, is not on behalf of the Imperishable Order. That's on behalf of me. As a person, a human being, needing something done and, 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 and hoping that you'll oblige. You see that planet there? And she points out the, through the, uh, one of the sort of side view uh, uh, nanoglass windows out to Azanamai in, 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 in the distance, which is this dark, silvery kind of planet with a sort of a heavy atmosphere. It kind of looks like a... a Imagine that a ball bearing was out in space. But the ball bearing was made out of mercury. Mm-hmm. And somebody had like periodically like mm-hmm. disturbed the mercury on the surface. Okay. And above that there is this kind of like the trappings of an atmosphere, you know, it's like heavy clouds and, and things like that. That's what the planet looks like. As an Omai, as some of you may already be familiar with, is the seat of the Maganti aristocracy. They are uh, nobles uh, of the, that planet by right. Uh, well, I won't talk politics, but um, they are the leaders of this planet. They are the controllers, essentially. I have had dealings with them before. Uh, I don't find them particularly uh, pleasant to be around, but uh, uh, the Imperishable Order and, and myself have have uh, run certain skirmishes for them, have uh, taken on certain uh, jobs uh, uh, for their uh, particular needs. Are we talking about sentient species? Yes. Wonderful. Yes, you know, these are... The, the Maganti are, are, are humanoid, they um, they talk and and argue and you know and Wonderful. and war like the rest of us. Wonderful. There is one, however, that is very different, much to my pleasure. I have had uh, several opportunities in my engagements with the Maganti uh, to become familiar with um, the Maganti's. Uh, youngest daughter, uh, Princess Acacia Maganti. And, well, I'll be frank. Um, We have developed something of a relationship. One that is highly, highly discouraged by the rest of the Maganti family. Understandable. Yes, now, neither of us have any mind to that. We would love to be together somewhere else in the ultracosm. But Maganti, as, an, as a noble family, as aristocrats, they have a certain uh, responsibility attached to them. The princess's responsibility is to marry. She is due to marry uh, a, a visiting Viscount, uh, the, the Chiklug, uh, um, who uh, is 
from all accounts, uh, selfish, tasteless, uh, a, po- a political and social manipulator. That has an awful um, name. And has simply no interest in the princess as a person, I find you. Typical noble. <laughs> I wasn't going to say so, but... You may. <laughs> what, my... what is the purpose of the union? It appears to be um, a matter of formality and business. Hmm. By joining their two houses, their... Um, their mercantile ranking in the ultracosm will go up one or two percent, and which will see dividends and, and one so or on two percent. So it's all about the profit. Wonderful. Yes. What is our rule? Good for their family, but not good for the princess or for me, for that matter. Of course. Here's what I'm suggesting. Is this something about emotions? Yes. Hmm. The four of you have your own unique set of skills that I think would be appropriate for a rescue mission. Oh, I love rescue missions. Now here's the problem. Does she want to be rescued? I can't provide any support to you. I can't do it. The Imperishable Order can't do it. In fact, I can't be seen by people I don't trust even interacting with you or being tied to what you're about to do. Understandable. That would be a political nightmare. Yes. Absolutely. A learning about social interaction between a person like you and Princess Acacia? Mm-hmm. Acacia. Yeah. Would be enough for a word for me. Well, I'm glad to hear that. We're a little stretched then on resources that are not public, not tied but to I the But I cannot order. speak for my companion. Of course. Of course. What is the plan after we rescue her? To get her back to this flagship. How will you keep that a secret? Well, if you are able to take the long way out, if people don't see... If you are but one launch from an entire planet, you're unlikely to be noticed. You can make your way back behind this planetoid, outside of their sensor ranges, deposit the princess here in the flagship, and then we can begin our uh, elopement. It's that simple. I was thinking more in the future for you, but I'm sure you have a plan for that. Oh, don't worry about that. Hi. My time with the Imperishable Order and my significant clout with the organization uh, gives me the means to disappear, and comfortably. After all, who knows when the next battle may happen and I will be missing in action. Well, I am a sucker for true love, and... I do love to help my friends, and I do hope we can be friends. I'd I'd like that very much, too. Not that we will see each other much after this mission is complete, but... Is their profit decrease enough that they might send someone after her? Yes. Two percent, yes, of course. Not only in terms of the potential profit loss of this ruined marriage, but also that, um, well, you'll effectively be kidnapped. Not against her will. I've spoken to her many times, and we are on the same wavelength about wanting to escape together and live a life of adventure. If you would use a word misplacing instead of kidnapping, it would make... That seems fair. 
<laughs> now, I, I did say kidnapping because that is how it has to appear. Yes. Yes. Ah. You can either pose as unscrupulous wedding guests, common pirates, who knows? The important thing is that you assume some kind of group identity that is not of the imperishable order. Get down to the planet, take custody of the princess, and bring her here so that we can escape. That's all. Well, of course, that's not all. The Magantia are a powerful family, and the, uh, and the service of Azanomai, as you may know, is uh, essentially a, a death trap, but um, that's why I hired you. It would seem to me that there is no problem getting onto the planet's surface. Would we have a way out? Not one that I've arranged, no. We, we have to make one. A quiet one. I can provide you, via this flagship, an unmarked, unregistered shuttle that you can use to get to the surface of the planet. From there, you'll have to make your way um, from the point of inception over to the Maganti Palace and uh, insinuate yourself, if you will, into the wedding proceedings. And uh, do what you do. Very well. Captain Bright. I believe I have a plan. Excellent. Is it a good plan? Absolutely. It involves trash compactor. <laughs> it's a work in progress. We can talk in the details we, a little later. We can uh, visit. There's a phrase called spitball. <laughs> let me let me be clear. I, I I would like the princess here alive, alive and, intact. and intact. Yes, some of, of us course. understand that. All okay. limbs attached. Yes, got it. Oh, uh, to be alive. That... Yes, to be. I, I'm sorry, my my mistake. <laughs> I should have been clearer. Yes, she she should be alive. No, he's just an I idiot. I apologize ah. for my companions. No, I no I I, I disagree. Uh, I disagree, my lady. I, I, I believe that this uh, 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 this this being is, um, like many of its kind, uh, learning. Yes. I appreciate your understanding. Of course. I've dealt with a few... A marvel um, of research. Artificials yes. in my time. One more... Biological research. <laughs> one more complication I should note. <laughs> right now, according to Azanomai planetary time, it is. Uh, <coughs> sorry, mug. Yeah, there's a fly buzzing around here. Okay. It is. Sorry. It is 0100 hours. Mm-hmm. At midnight, so to speak, 2400 hours. The wedding is when it's. Today's the day. And so the extraction is going to happen. It has to happen today. Way to go. To wait till the last moment. We appreciate the opportunity to help you and understand... It was a long intergalactic travel. (laughs) And now is the perfect time to extract... (laughs) Squeezing your arm. 
I understand with the Bare haste metal. that she must. <laughs> if we wait till the last second, there's less time for someone to foil your plan. There's a ticking clock, and if she is formally wed to this Viscount, there's nothing I can do about it. Yes. That's it. I guess they were waiting for the appropriate crew. Absolutely. Nailed it. <laughs> now, do you have any questions for me before we muster the shuttle? What does the me- that metal mean? Oh, I'm this pointing is on the, the biggest and the shiniest the one. Oh, I, uh, I saved uh, the president of Ocelai 4 from uh, a flesh-eating nanovirus. Oh, noted. What do you know about Asanome's defensive capability? Will we have to worry about any sort of anti-spaceship capabilities? Mm-hmm. Of what form of military or armed guards will we have to worry about around this wedding? I'm sure there is security. In terms of planet-wide security, there's not much to speak of. The surface of Asanome is... Um, caustic. It's difficult to traverse. 98% of the planet is covered in this strange fluid, almost like a sea, if you will, but not, not made of water or any traditional liquids you might be familiar with. Um, and it's dangerous, highly dangerous, lethal. And so it acts as a kind of a soft defense for anyone looking mm-hmm. to take the planet. There's just really big not enough space to mount any kind of invasion or command, and there's not many targets. There's, it can't take a, a land invasion or anything of that sort. It's, it almost seems not worth the trouble. Do you have any ears on the ground for details of the wedding itself? No. How technically advanced are the, is the population? The Magante are, uh, they do have uh, state-of-the-art technology. Uh, They are not um, dealing in, say, experimental weaponry like some of our divisions are. They have standard-issue... Bows and arrows? No, that would be... That would be certainly simple, wouldn't it? They have standard-issue beam spears, cork sabers, gluon guns and rifles typical weapons of of our time. And there are quite a few security, uh, both in terms of guards, people, and sort of upper echelon staff within the palace itself, that uh, should things turn violent uh, within, it will be very difficult to repel all of them. Not that you aren't capable, but sheer numbers will win out, of course. That having been said... There is another people that live on Azanoma. How familiar are you with the Maganti aristocracy's businesses? Can I make a roll to find out? Yes. Let's say that is a that's a mind roll. So you're mm-hmm. adding your mind modifier. Is it a D twenty roll? Yes, yeah. D twenty. And you're trying to beat a fifteen. What's affinity do for me? Affinity is like so. Remember it's oh, right. Okay. I failed it. I also failed it. I just know it. Yeah, you do just fucking know it. Look at that. Because uh, of your power? I'm at 21. Uh, oh, no, you're rolling it all. Yeah. Okay, cool. Good roll. I just know it. So you know, Grimoire, uh, just out of, like, 
You've got that stored away somewhere. Downloaded. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know that the Maganti uh, are their stature and their money and everything, their power, comes from essentially their control of a slave race. Mm. There are, there's a particular uh, kind of creature, um, a sentient creature, mm-hmm. um, called the Ungro. Ungro. U N G R O. The Ungro are basically the only other, the only indigenous life on Azanoma. They are capable of living in this caustic sea. Specifically, they live under it. They live under the water, under the fluid, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, in these shanty towns, and they are forced to mine these highly prized, rare, expensive crystals that form on the surface of the planet and ship them, you know, via the Magantes sort of, you know, uh, logistics. And that makes them all their money, mm-hmm. you know. Getting an oob vibe from them. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, let me... So Maganti are like wealthy arist- arist- aristocrats, yeah. ar- aristocrats uh, of the planet, and they have Ungro as their slaves. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna a- well, I'm gonna ask the uh, lady captain. captain um, what? How do they control Ungro? What is the? Because if if, if we're going. Uh, History-wise, the slaves are majority of creatures, and the uh, aristocrats are they're less. Mm-hmm. How they're not taking over? What's the power that keeps the them there? The Maganti uh, essentially control the technology on the planet. Oh, okay, okay. They had they are superior in terms of firepower, in terms of technology, okay. and the Ungro. From what I understand, I only met. One or two of them, and not meaningfully, not formally, when I was there. Um, they are a, a meek people. They shy away from conflict, and especially physical, like armed conflict. Um, and so they are. It's much more in their their nature, so to speak, to bend to this authoritarian will rather than rise up as a people and overthrow their masters. They are nothing. Flesh and not to work. Excuse me? They have no value for me. Doesn't mean they don't have value. Well, of course they, they have value. They work. We're having this conversation. <laughs> we, can, we can discuss this more on the way. Mm-hmm. Pull out a big philosophy book. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Khan. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, as as you mentioned, there are they are the natives of the planet. They have a number uh, a, in magnitudes greater than the Maganti family and their retainers and their guards. They could, if they had the means and the desire, uh, throw off those shackles and throw the Maganti into the mirrored sea, if they so desire. But that is... That's fomenting a revolution. That's not a simple thing. No, it's not. No. If it were up to me, if I had sanction from the Imperishable Order, I'd go down there and bomb the living shit out of them. 
and liberate the Ungro, because that's what we do. But I don't have that contract, I don't have those orders, or that support. I can appreciate that. So I can't do anything about that. My hands are tied. Perhaps yeah. they can be used in other ways, though. They probably know the entrances and entrances of the palace better, would you say? They um, routinely go up to the surface of this small island on which the palace rests, um, and they do use what are essentially service entrances, work entrances, so... Yes, if you manage to make contact with some of them discreetly, you could um, find better avenues of entrance into into the palace. Thank you. I see no problem doing that. Uh, well, as long as you If you walk in there and tell them that they are nothing, they're not really going to help you. I'm not going to do it. Maybe behind their backs when they turn around. All right. This is not a discussion for now. Agreed. Also, can I just make a note that I appreciate that species of your kind just choose to keep the name for generations and then just change the number? <laughs> I appreciate the information. We will see you soon. She gives you all a sort of a, a good look. She does another military salute. Salute back. Blessings of the Marshal of I mimic perfectly. Just now, give her a nod. If you follow me, mm-hmm. we'll muster the shuttle. Of course. Fantastic. She uh, strides down the hole, uh, and the four of you follow, making your way to the hangar bay, which is chock full of. Um, fighter craft and large um, uh, sort of uh, bombing craft and all manner of sort of state-of-the-art tools of war. Um, at the very sort of back end of the shuttle, nearest the sort of the um, essentially permeable force field that essentially keeps the vacuum of space out but allows ships to pass through, um, is a an almost kind of pill-shaped a uh, silver craft with some um, what looks like that it's been very clearly um, uh, based on sort of the look of it and also the as you approach the kind of there's a smell of a kind of a caustic chemical it's oh. clearly been basically like scrubbed clean yeah. like uh, uh, lingering sort of geological or DNA traces uh, any kind of decals or Anything like that that were on the thing, this is gone. It's basically like a sleek silver bullet that's going to take you down to the planet. I like it. Hopefully back up. All I know is that within me and that character, me being this character, it's going to turn into Fading Suns real quick. (laughs) (laughs) She wraps on the side of the shuttle, and it opens up uh, in a kind of a uh, sort of a, a... Suicide door, door. style, mm-hmm. like a DeLorean door, right? Mm-hmm. And she gestures for you inside. You. First in. Yeah. <laughs> we oh, get to play. Take last game. Before, as you come in, she she grabs you on on on, on, on the shoulder. Uh, Mr. Cantica, one more word before you board. Of course, Cantica. 
I don't have to stress how important this is to me and to the princess. Whatever you can do to ensure her safety, do it. I will put my life before hers. Very good. I wish you the best of luck. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So you take your way in. The seals up, and you can see inside that it looks essentially like a small. It's a small shuttlecraft. There are um, there are the seats for the pilot, and what looks like a sort of a a navigator. And there are a series of about four other seats that are on a kind of like a swivel um, in in the rear. But the the actual shuttle is pretty small and a little cramped. I mean, the four of you inside. Um, but you can see that the uh, the power is coursing through it. The the navigation piloting displays are all up and beginning diagnostics. It is ready to be piloted down to the surface. I will hit the pilot seat. Nope. Already there. Shotgun? Yeah, you can have shotgun. Yes, you can. Okay. You try to touch something. <laughs> so you're in the pilot seat, you hit the navigators like yep. the side yep. seat. Yep. Okay. I don't understand why the Anything kind of near the back closest to the door, that kind of like jump master focus. Position. Sure, yeah. yeah. There is a there's a like uh there's like a what looks like a I will swivel like a carbon fiber line just above the oh, yeah. The actual oh, opening wonderful. of the shuttle well, that you can, can hang on to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spinning chair. See if there's an easy like clip in for the armor or something. Yes, I mean it's absolutely that kind of thing that you could. Yeah, yeah. little carabiner on it and just yeah. like prepped and ready in case this thing crashes. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean while the pilot and the navigator are contemplating how much better swivel chairs are? Yeah, yeah. we're talking about the seats. <laughs> like just, I'm imagining just that like stoic. <laughs> Face of just like, all right, getting ready to, you know, do a, do a normal drop. The two of you are up front, like, as you mentioned, contemplating the pros and cons of swivel versus fixed chairs. You can look anywhere, 360 degrees. Yeah. You can spin. You can also be thrown anywhere, anywhere, 360 degrees. Nice. So, and then he starts spinning, going, "Oh, this is nice." What about uh, what about uh, Lady Constantine? I'm sitting in what is comfortable and as far away from everybody else as possible because I'm too important for any of this. So, sort of the back left. The, <laughs> none of these seats are particularly in better condition or more comfortable <laughs> than the others. So you simply to take your seat and kind of distance yourself from the the motley crew. Um, okay, so. If you are going to pilot this thing, I mean, uh, Asa... The concept I took is literally pilot. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's, like I have to. That's true. I mean, you don't have to. You could let... Uh, I can do it. Yeah, you could let go Grimoire here. Take <laughs> I, care. I was built for tasks way harder than this. <laughs> this is this is robotic child's play. <laughs> let well, let the fleshy right show you how I it's fuck done. It up. How about that? So you're going to pilot this ship down to the surface. Going you're going to that's, that's, yeah, what that, that's what I'm going to say to the back. I'm right here if she's going to fuck it up. <laughs> you just you wanna, get no report. You want to do so quickly, safely, so I need you to make... Safely. Um, yes. So I need you to make uh, a mind check. Okay. With advantage, because you're a pilot, but you're not necessarily familiar with these systems. But it's also a short jaunt, right? Yeah. 
So you're going to roll that. You're going to need to be a 12. Oh, easy. Okay. See? Done. 17. 17. Very good. Okay. So you, uh, very, uh, despite not having worked with this particular model of shuttle before, it, it's, it all kind of hues to a type. You mm-hmm. bring up the, the coordinates and everything like that. You engage the, the thrusters and everything like that. Everything sort of makes Reverse sense the polarity, yeah. yeah. Um, don't do that. It'll blow up. Oh, I'm sorry. Blow. Okay. I, I do that to fix things. I squint every, every time you just like go to the button and push it. I ignore you. <laughs> So you uh, take off, you begin to hover, and then you make your way through the, the permeable force field. Um, Lady Constantina, you can see through a, a sort of a side port that uh, still standing in the hangar, giving you sort of a, you know, a strong salute is the captain there. Uh, she acknowledges that you've le- you know, uh, left the flagship safely before she turns on her heel and makes her way back to the bridge. So, you are rocketing towards the atmosphere of, of, of Azanomai. Um, you begin to sort of pierce the atmosphere. Uh, uh, sort of thick, um, smoke-like clouds are whipping past you. And you can very quickly see, as you, as you break atmosphere, and you see sort of the, the telltale um, streaks of, of heat and fire and spark coming across the, the front nose of the ship as it's diving and bursting through the atmosphere um, you can see sure enough what looks like a almost endless sea of this mercury like material this like mm. viscous silvery fluid everywhere as if the sea was simply made of, of, of mercury or silver um, you can see in the, at, at, the, at the far distance you know uh, kilometers and kilometers away um, is what looks like an an island and a large sort of white and black structure that's architecture is reminiscent of it looks like half fortress half palace mm-hmm. um, and you are heading directly towards the sea so I want to land on land. the edge of the island like well um, no huh you can do so, but you know that um, before we that watch. would cause a bit of a a bit of a kerfuffle. Oh, would it? Okay, then never mind. Now you know that what based on what uh, the captain told you, there's a place called the Point of Inception uh, that right, should yeah. be relatively nearby, and it acts as a kind of a like hub, like a dock or a jetty or something mm-hmm. that. Um, it's it's a place where essentially craft, if they have to land on the planet, will land, and they will then charter some kind of conveyance across the sea to the to the island of the Bagatti Palace. A train or a carriage. Graham, find the point of inception. Tell me where to go. <laughs> You're the navigator. Oh! Ah, ah. <laughs> if you don't want to do it, move. Error! Error! Okay. So. <laughs> That's going to be this, this, this same setup that she's made. Okay, so uh, mind roll. Advantage? Advantage. you got to get 12 or higher. Easily. Well, you got a 12. 15. So you break, so you, ta- you tap into the Nava computer, yep. and you're able to see, okay, so it looks like a couple of kilometers to the east is a small landmass that, based on the uh, movement of uh, vehicles and life forms, that seems to be the point of inception that they were talking about. Couple kilometers to the west. Okay, ping it on my screen so I can see it. 
Done. I have no idea how to use just this like weird technology. One switch. I just like lean over and go, dink. <laughs> and you were going to... I'm, my specialty is uh, human relationship. Okay, I need you to have a human or, uh, relationship with the ship. Meat bag relationship. Human is a better term. Don't tell Grimoire to have any kind of relationship <laughs> with the ship, okay? I'm, I'm a little worried by the wording. <laughs> Data points. <laughs> okay, we've talked about this. You don't I'm, refer I, to them as meat bags. I am suitable for any type of probing. Any type. Any type. <laughs> We Business? don't talk about that. Casual? <laughs> but you don't... Traditional casual. You don't call things meat bags, to their, especially to their faces. We've talked about this. Do you remember that time on Exxon 9 where you got punched in the metal face? I know it's Loading. hard to... <laughs> Loading. <laughs> you don't call things meat bags. Noted. Meat bag. No. Okay. I find this relationship uh, extremely valuable for my um, exploration. Okay. It's loading. Yeah. <laughs> His eyes turn into little buffering. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, so Grimoire brings that up on sort of the, 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 the HUD that is displayed. Uh, on the, 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 the viewport, and you uh, you pilot the, uh, the the shuttle heading towards this this small sort of landmass. While we're traveling a couple of these miles, mm-hmm. can we talk about our legend? Because it doesn't seem like anyone is waiting for us. About what we're going to say while we're there. Right. Yeah. So we can. I have two ideas. We're either here for the wedding, or to buy meat bags. To buy meat bags. The ungro. Un, un, un oh, so you, okay, like, yeah. Slips. Yes, of course. I thought you might have meant just, yeah. like, just people. Well, you there, are you for sale? <laughs> I, I, How about we are accompanying Lady Constantina Van Ryan Seventh to the wedding? Which is something that sounds like a royal would be at, correct? Yes. Correct. Now, you know that because the Maganti family... Um, is notoriously kind of closed off socially. Mm-hmm. Nobody in your family received an invitation, a formal invitation. So I don't need an invitation. I mean, that's a very royal thing to say, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we're going to tell anyone if they stop us. Understood. Do you need me to repeat that? Program it in. Mm. Come here. <laughs> Just, 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 just probe it in there. I'll just do SOS. I am here for that exactly. I love the idea of you being like a grand intellect, but you've got like the thought transfer is like a fifty-six k modem or something. Where it's like it just takes a little while, but I got a whole lot up. Yeah, you just gotta. It's it's just choosing that perfect answer from a bajillion of them. Choice paralysis. Yeah, yeah. An incredible, incredible knowledge on like a floppy disk, (laughs) a really big floppy disk. Hey, you know this body is not of my choice. So as you so so as you are making your way towards this landmass and you're getting a look at this this um, this strangely beautiful world in its own right. There's a kind of like bizarre alien beauty to it. Uh, you gain four wonder. For, I'm filled with wonder. For 
breaking atmosphere on a whole new place and uh, nice. checking out this, this cool location. I have an Eldritch Compass, too, which can point us to towards the closest source of wonder. Okay. Cool. So when we land, I might pop it up. So you uh, turn, you make your way through the atmosphere, and you begin to set down in this sort of large metal ring, essentially. It looks like a sort of a, a docking bay of, of sorts. Um, you can see... Easy. Easy. Very slowly lowered. Easy. I can remember. You can see that coming out of the interior of the ring structure towards the ship is a small cadre of uh, of armed guards. Um, uh, Ah! They know we're here! There are about five of them. There are... They're walking in formation. They all have spears that they have sort of strapped to their backs diagonally. They've got what looks like they've got guns and holsters that are nearby. And they're wearing this kind of ornamental plate armor, essentially. Um, So they look like sort of proper soldiers. Um, They're marching forward um, to, looks like to intercept the ship. They look like they're the welcoming committee, for lack of a better word. They don't appear to be moving towards you with any ill intent yet. Mm. I will do the talking. Nope. No. (laughs) (laughs) I will do the talking. For this particular instance, they need to see Caspiel first as the lady's protector. Of course. I need to introduce you as any noble would have. You are the lady's silent... Servant. I don't understand. And don't I am her. You are my pilot. I would say currently I was performing a tracking. You know I have many you know that skills. You to do where you talk. Just don't do that. That's what I do best. Maybe yes, that. well, don't do that. So you didn't even wonder. Noted. The Discover Wonder card? Yeah. Wonders never cease. Oh, wonders never cease. Mm-hmm. Every party gains wonder, add one to the wonder game. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in that case you would be getting fucked. That's why I picked it. I, funny enough, I have one too. Would we get six? You have wonders never cease as well? The compass? Days? Yeah. If no, not the compass. The, is it the, I, this is something like different. I have wonders power. never cease. The power is called wonders uh, okay. never cease. So whenever we gain wonder, we get an extra. Okay, all right. So you've got five on the table right now. Awesome. So you you see, I mean, they begin to move around to like the the loading area, the sort of the hatch area, and you can see a firm uh, series of. Use that as sign to open the door. You can see that they back up as the 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 door begins to open. You can see that uh, one of them steps forward. State your business. Step out. Introducing Lady Constantina von Ryan the Seventh. You can see a look of kind of like slight confusion on the lead uh, soldier's face, but you can also see there's one on the back left who's like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we'll step to the side to formally reveal the lady behind me. Yeah, I come striding out like. 
And I have the cruel course. <laughs> and I'll like steer you to stand on the right side of her behind her and go. I have the grace power, so okay. whenever I move, I look impressive. Okay, very good. So you stride out, your your clothing flowing around you. Um, you make your way elegantly off of of the the shuttle. Um, everyone uh, looks significantly sort of like you know, quietly impressed, with the exception of the man in the back, who's practically like, <laughs> <laughs> practically panting at the, the appearance of this of this noble woman. Um, I will note your movement to mimic it later. The lead oh, soldier gives a uh, sort of a, 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 a respectful nod. <sighs> Greetings, my lady. I take it you are here for the wedding? Of course I am. Very good. Uh, we will need, as a formality, of course, to uh, check your uh, invitation. I received no invitation. I assume this was an error on your part. I mean, you would not want to make an enemy out of the theocratic yes. empire, would you? He gives a there's a kind of obvious sort of. Um, uh, uncomfortable I'm expression I'm going to stand be- behind and do this <laughs> my apologies my lady uh, I still must follow some form of protocol if you'll give me a moment I will speak with my superior do so gentlemen if you will please uh, uh, you'll stay here and uh, make sure that the the lady and her party are well accompanied for turns his heel and walks back into the ring and you can see that the four other soldiers are kind of like just sort of standing around awkwardly. Just sit and wait. Stand and stare. Him to the right, me to the left behind her. Just very professional looking, theoretically. Still in front and kind of to the right. Meanwhile, I am looking around behind the guards trying to ascertain anything that's going on. It looks like, so this 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 loading, this um, landing bay essentially is just sort of a bare patch of earth that has been encircled by this large sort of ring-like structure um, sort of gray metal steel um, and it looks like it houses it's, it's thick enough to appear to be like essentially like you could fit one long hallway inside that is no doubt sort of divided into these quadrants that you know have. How far are these guards from us? Like they if, are, I, if I whisper something into to any of my companions, will will they overhear it? They're about like five feet away. Mm. So so there's a chance. There's a chance Pretty that good. they could hear. Yes. And they are. They're not necessarily. They're not like scrutinizing mm-hmm. you, but mm-hmm. they're right there. I mean, mm-hmm. it's they doing the job. It's it's likely that. Unless you, like, communicate telepathically with someone or do some kind of hand gesture, they'll probably understand what you're trying to communicate. Speaking codes. Um, are there I... any ungro back there? On back the dark, Back on the, the landing bay where we can see? Oh, no, you don't see the... As you were coming over on the shuttle, you could see that there was uh, a section, like, jutting out... Uh, a bit of land jutting out from the actual island with mm-hmm. what looked like a kind of a a, a uh, plastisteel sort of dock area. Okay. But uh, you didn't notice any ungro, and you can't see that dock area from within this ring. Okay. 
actually trying to talk? I am actually trying to talk to my... So I, like, turn around, smack you across the face, and say, Silence, fool! You will speak when spoken to. You can see that you can see that the that every that three of the soldiers are exceptionally uncomfortable with this, and one of the soldiers is like, <laughs> "My lady, if it if you will permit me to inspect the outside of the ship for my journey to make sure it all is well working order, please do so. I will look at you and give you the stay here <laughs> face that you know you know that face. I don't have to say it." We already know each other. We you know some, that face. Got some history. So you're making a short patrol around the ship to kind of check things uh, that's out. That's the guise of it. I'm really just. You can to see that one of the soldiers kind of breaks off and sort of follows you at a respectable distance, like not shadowing you, but just kind of like keep an I eye. I am taking my time, but I'm really just trying to figure out exits and entries and ways to help us. It looks like there are two large. Um, Entry and, and exit ways that act like a kind of a. You can see that there are um, uh, small gaps in between, like f- forming a large section of the interior wall that looks like. You saw one of them open up to reveal the soldiers coming to greet you, and also opening up again for the lead soldier to go back in and. Do those something. Are, Check with those the superior. Are really the whatever. only way to get in and out. There are two of those. There's one at. So you're off. There's one off to your mm-hmm. left. That's where the the lead soldier went to check with the superior. And there's one off to the far right that has not opened yet. It's clearly like sealed. Okay. Not not permanently. You can see the little. You can see the small sliver of space in between. It looks like it's meant to open up in the same way. But is there an apparent? Way to open it from this side? Not from this. Where I can see. Not from where you can see. No. You, know, I, you imagine there's okay. some kind of like panel set on the wall, or that somebody has some kind of remote control device, or, or something, something yeah. like that. Yeah. As I walk around the ship, I'll just make conversation. This atmosphere really does a number on the outside of it, doesn't it? kind of make small talk, you know, and, and walk around, try to bide my time and make sure everything's good to go. Not stalling as much so it'll be suspicious, but like long enough to get a good long gander to place and hopefully for the lead soldier to get back. Another few minutes and the lead soldier, you see the side of the interior of the ring, and, you know, the lead soldier's striding out. Um, with his kind of head down, looking obviously sort of um, uncomfortable. He sort of makes his way back to the, the ship and, you know, for a moment looks around, sees that the soldier is sort of tracking you and makes a note of that. Uh, my uh, sincerest apologies, my lady, but um, the, uh, the Maganti executors themselves have uh, informed me that no one is to attend without a uh, Receipt of an official invitation. Ridiculous. This is the most insulting thing I've ever heard. Let me speak to these people. Okay. I want you to make... Let's make a mind roll. Mm. <clears throat> we'll say it's with advantage, because it falls under the royal kind of heading. Right? And you need to beat a... Let's check here. So you need to beat a 12. How about that? 
which soldier is with me? Is it the one that's infatuated with the that's an eight. here? Yeah, okay. just one of the rank and file. But that is an 11, so there I got go. 14. 14. Very good. So you see the, 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 the lead soldier kind of swallows hard. Uh, if you insist, my lady, if you will uh, follow me to the, uh, the communications room. Okay. Now before we get there, here's what I want to do. Okay. And everybody listen to this because it's going to involve using wonder. Okay. I want to use the mar- marvelous... Can I give him explosive to her? <laughs> <laughs> Not in this game. Okay. Isn't it like six points? Marvelous. Yeah, it's supposed to die right here. <laughs> Marvelous adaptation. You draw upon the magnificent and raw potential of the ultracosm to become an expert of a topic on your choice Ooh. for the scene. So basically, I want to be an expert on their protocol and their relations and explain how or explain in such a way that our uh, two families and uh, the theocratic uh, Talesian Empire mm-hmm. has been of aid to them in the past. Sure, yeah, you want to... Political you, bullshit. You want to, yeah, just basically, like, politically maneuver your way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Into yeah. the wedding. Got it, cool. Okay, so that would require three mm-hmm. wonder to spend. Does everyone... Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. 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 We need an in. Okay. So remember on the back to to record that you've earned five and spent three. For everybody or just... That, it's a party-wide it's a thing. Rock. So that I just want everybody to, to keep track of it. Because it's like it says on the back, total party wonder earned and total party wonder spent. Mm, okay. Cool. Nice. Because that'll... Because you'll look at that spent value... Um, later and see. Okay, did I? Did we spend ten or twenty or whatever? Did we cross? Did we cross the threshold, threshold right, yeah. to get an advancement? Okay. Would there be uh, like? Are we all going to this control panel? It, no. It looks like no, um, it looks like the lead soldier is escorting the lady personally into the ring structure to the communications room. Is what he said. So you, the two of you, make your way uh, across the, the the landing patch. Um, again, yeah, as, as you draw closer, uh, Lady Constantina, you can see that he um, takes, uh, he essentially waves his palm in front of a, okay. a small rectangular um, notch that is set into the, the, the interior of the ring wall. Um, oh, please tell me I see that. You hear a light. Uh, if you're taking uh, you, since you come around, yeah. you, you hear a kind of a light boom noise. And you can see the interior opens up, and inside you can see a a what looks like a uh, a pretty sizable um, interior room that nonetheless has got a lot of um, sleek industrial kind of polish to it. It doesn't look like a garrison or a barracks or anything. It it, it has the it has a kind of um, elegance. Though not necessarily your taste, that you would expect from the Maganti family and their riches, right? Um, striding across the uh, the the marble floors, he he uh, uh, opens uh, a nearby door for you, and gestures for you to, to to go inside. I walk in like I own the place. Of course, inside you can see a number of sort of computer terminals and uh, a large screen that is currently displaying what looks like. Um, biogra- uh, biological, topographical data, 
basically everything that you might need to know about the the planet of Ezanomai sort of at a glance. Right. Uh, he moves over to one of the, the nearby uh, computer terminals and uh, punches in a series of numbers and then um, sort of steps aside and, and gestures. If you will um, uh, interface with uh, this screen here, my lady. Of course. Are we in the ship, like, two? We're only ones in the ship left, right? In the shuttle? I assumed you guys were all, like, yeah, hanging around the ship. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I had to step out to introduce. Mm-hmm. So I've been kind of, like, in that front position, effectively between any of the guards in the ship the, the or sh- any of the guards in YouTube. The ship door is still essentially open, so you can, like, just hang need, out yeah, in the door. I, I just want to gesture you to come inside to, for a word. I will finish. As soon as I see... Caspio go in, I will finish up my little project, nod to the soldier following me, and walk back in the ship nonchalantly. Yeah. I'll be standing by the door to like split attention, listening to you, but keeping an eye on everybody out there. kind of want to uh, talk in a low key so the guards will not overhear me, mm-hmm. and say, uh, um, there are not that many guards. If we dispose... Of majority of their flesh, we can assume their form. No. It's too soon. Also, they use something in their palm to open the door. We can keep that part of flesh. No. If things go poorly, it's a solution. But until things go poorly, I would not be the first to invoke their wrath. How about, I'm just how about, thinking about those things up front. How about you ask to go to the bathroom? And see if you can figure out the It's just like left eyebrow goes up. When it's done, when it's done, the second eyebrow goes down, goes up. There's a sm- there's a there's a light humming noise. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's not a bathroom on the ship, right? No, there's not a bathroom. Oh god, you guys are always already making plans to fuck this up. No, we're not. <laughs> That way you can get eyes. Uh, that way you can yes, get closer to yes. the technology that opens and closes. I will the door. do so. Back in the communications room, the, the screen springs to life, right, 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 and you right. can see before you a a regally dressed, uh, violet skinned, uh, uh, a humanoid, clearly of a sort of an elderly bent and a, kind of a wizened look, um, wearing a, a sort of a ceremonial headdress. Um, and he very quickly uh, basically barks at the the screen. What's this all about? And I put a hand up to the soldier. I respectfully introduce myself to him. And then I go on to a long-winded spiel about how deeply hurt I was about not being invited to this when our families have so helped each other in the past. This is like a 30-minute lecture, right? Now, you recognize this man immediately. This is sort of the patriarch of the Maganti family, Bothu. Um, and you know that if there's anybody who knows all this rigmarole, it's him. And so you can see that as you go on to this lengthy spiel, he his irritation quickly gives way to, like, to sort of dreary-eyed boredom and then, like... <laughs> Like a look of hopelessness on his face. <laughs> and then another 30 minutes pass. Ah, uh, yes. Eventually, <laughs> like halfway through your spiel, fine, fine. I formally apologize for any uh, mistake that might have been made with the the uh, 
the logistics of the the invitation sending. Uh, you're more than welcome to make your way to the palace uh, and attend our, our lovely ceremony. Of course, as we all know, these things happen. You're just in the middle of your in the middle of your talk, immediately ceases communications. Sounds like diplomacy. Don't think he likes you very much. In the ship, I disrobe. To be perfectly honest, why are you like disrobing? Hold on, hold on. Okay. Let me let me let me hear that again. In the ship, you disrobe. I just told you to tell okay. me you need to go right. to the bathroom. This is how you bags do it. Yeah, you get you get completely naked and then you. And then you evacuate, right? You want me to be friends with your character. You gotta stop being so stupid, <laughs> man. Uh, okay. Just, okay. I mean, it's gonna be painfully obvious I will that put you my did not go to jump the jumpsuit back on then. <laughs> it, it might be the polite way to say he needs to release some hydraulic fluid. I don't know. I am. Oh boy. Did so the guard saw him start to disrobe? Yes. I mean, if you did it like... No, 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 I was in the ship kind of like preparing. If you were back in the ship, yeah, then no, yeah, you can't yeah, see yeah. this, can't yeah. see that. <laughs> they're still at like, they're not peering in, yeah, they're just yeah, sort of like yeah. at the door of the ship like waiting. I'm effectively kind of acting as the door right now. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Thank Christ yeah. for that. <laughs> so hopefully you don't even see this, you just... It's, just, it's just like Chris. zipper. Yeah, it's not like you, get, you hear the zip and it's just like... Not even a flinch. Just like he's on, he's undressed. <laughs> All right, don't look. And don't look. Hear don't make me. Remain focused. <laughs> the the lead soldier kind of gives you sort of a slight nod and, and says, "Well, I I am pleased, my lady, that uh, the issue seems to have been resolved." Yes, as we all are. Yes. Well, uh, if you will, uh, if you will give me a moment to register your ship data, I should have you uh, ready to proceed to the uh, point of inception uh, in just a few moments. And then he escorts you back uh, to the interior landing patch, and the door closes behind you, leaving him inside. And I immediately move over to you and say, this little mistake has been taken care of. You can hear the 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 the, the, the soldier at the at the far left back. You can hear gives a very almost almost inaudible. My lady, I believe you have a fan. And I'll look at the. I have many. Fuck it! I will walk up to that guard and go, "Hi, what what's your name?" <clears throat> you you very quickly like like a a boy playing, like, soldier immediately, like, changes his face to one of, like, almost comical seriousness. Mm. <coughs> he doesn't make eye contact with you. He's just... I'll lean into him. Do you want me to introduce you to me? <laughs> just <laughs> imagining he's just slowly just sweat, 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 sweat. down his face. <laughs> Blink once for yes and twice for no. Uh, my lady. Yes, what is it? Would you please do me the honor of coming over here? Uh, yes, I'll indulge you. Thank you. It's only because I drive her places. <laughs> my lady Constantina Van Ryan the Seventh, and I'll do this ridiculous Vaughn. Vaughn. I wrote it down as Van. I'm. So, oh, I know. Okay, that's an O. Vaughn Ryan the Seventh. I would like you to introduce you to. 
Greg, a dear soldier of your neighboring royal team. I say it better than that. <laughs> uh, and I'll look at you and be like, it's actually uh, Gregorio. Her bad friends call me Craig. Yes, of course. It's a pleasure to meet you. It's, it's a me. It's it's a it's it's a meet pleasure with you. <laughs> That's what Greg of, is. Kind of like paralyzed by by the event. He's sort of like he goes to like. Lean forward and kiss your hand, and then realizes that's not the thing to do. And then he just sort of grabs your hand, and then tries to pull you. And then there's no, I'm supposed to go towards you. And then he just he decides at the very end to very just do a very quick sort of vibrating <laughs> hand. You are an amusing man. That is a good quality. And I kind of slap him on the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> it would seem like uh, he needs to release some liquids. I'm ignoring you. Are you speaking again? You just, know she doesn't. Just like poke it her face, turn around. <laughs> you know she doesn't like it when you talk. As as the two of you like go back to your business, you sort of turn and head back towards the ship. You can hear uh, you can hear a voice, very obviously not trying to mask too much, like mm-hmm. just just under their breath. We're gonna go cry. <laughs> <laughs> We need friends on the inside. I made you a friend. <laughs> and as soon as the, sh- the ship door is shut, I will say as such. I, I, they will not allow you to close the ship door. Okay. They are we, we right there. Head okay, so as we oh. make some distance from the sh- soldiers, I will whisper that to you and like... So you've just gone back into the ship and you're just yeah. like, mm-hmm. okay, let's have a private conversation. Door stays up. <laughs> okay. Whenever you're ready, my lady. You can hear the um, one of the front uh, uh, instrument panels inside the shuttle crackle to life. Uh, shuttle, please respond. Respond. Responding. We have uh, registered your ship data. Uh, you are now uh, authorized to proceed to the point of inception and make your way to the palace. Uh, please enjoy the festivities and uh, have a lovely day. Thank you. And you can see that the opposite interior ring wall opens up on its own, and you can see the soldiers kind of like back up and, and give you sort of a wide berth to exit the craft and make your way out onto the, the island proper. Great. Well, I assume we'll go. Yes. Mm. Well, I don't know. Some people, yes. some people are getting naked. Fleshy. <laughs> we will take up the <laughs> rear. Are we walking or the ship's literally going? No, you're walking. The ship's going okay. here. Cool. So we'll t- bring up the rear. Mm-hmm. You're in and front. You'll yep. be in the front. You'll be in the middle. Yeah. Honor guard. Okay, the lot of you make your way across the landing patch outside of the ring, and you can see, again, sort of stretching almost as far as the horizon, this sort of, uh, what was referred to as the mirrored sea, this, you know, large body of mercury-like fluid. You can see that it's actively bobbing and moving as, you know, a, a body of water, wood. Um, 
You make your way around to the east, and you you come across this this plastic steel dock that you saw from from the air. Uh, you can see that there appear to be currently um, uh, two almost like large canoe sized uh, um, boat like. Um, Conveyances, if, okay. if you will, both kind of uh, anchored in some way, tied off to the, the the docks. They appear to be, they appear to be, they have engines on them. They appear to be powered in some way. So it's not a matter of like, it's not a literal kayak out there, like yeah, a water shuttle rowing. It appears to be some kind of yeah, like a water shuttle almost. But it is open air, mm-hmm. like it. So it's clearly meant to be. It's more of a. A pleasure tourist like a, kind of ride, rather than like a military vehicle. Like a for gondola instance. or something. Yeah, think mm-hmm. of think of like a gondola or like a big canoe or kind. Kind of. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Except um, motorized. Except this is this is sleek and futuristic and not, and it's clearly meant to like, essentially cut through this this fluid and, and efficiently and, and with speed. And no one's singing. Um, no one's singing. No one sing. Okay. Well, not yet. To. <laughs> Like, pretty much every time you start to talk, I'll just go, shh. You can see that there is a small guards post at the end of the dock, and uh, there are what look like two similarly uniformed uh, armored guards uh, standing there, one inside the guard post unit, and another one just sort of hanging out on the jetty itself. Okay. Take notice of, effectively, what we're going to have to fight our way through on the way back. Ideally, we won't have to. We've got to make it a kidnapping, now. We can kidnap, and they can discover that she's gone after me. Provided that you use the same show yeah. going out as you did going in, yes. Mm. <coughs> there are other land masses on the planet, and presumably, mm. as the wedding ceremony gets underway, there will be legitimate guests who may be coming mm-hmm. in their own stuff. Mm-hmm. So, ah. you know, there may There's be opportunities for you. Guests, maybe. Grand Theft Space. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> I like this. Yes, can you steal a spaceship? Is that in your wheelhouse? I can. Well, sure, why not? Well, first of all, spaceships don't have wheels, so there's no need for it to be in the wheelhouse. That's right. First of yeah, all, that, that spaceships don't thing. have wheels, so. <laughs> oh, you're oh, you going to do that here, too? <laughs> okay. All right. So, so you make your way down the, the dock, you can see that. The the two guards people the the one inside the guard post itself is attending to some kind of like terminal or something he's not even sort of looking out the other one is as he's walking around can see that you are approaching you've been cleared already so he uh, moves to meet you he says um, uh, well uh, the uh, he t- takes a look at a, sort of a, a display on, on on his wrist well uh, I'm afraid that the um, the the wedding ceremony has not quite gotten underway, but you're more than welcome to head to the palace uh, island if you so choose. We'll have uh, you can take one of these uh, uh, vibrotes here to make your way uh, across the sea. Oh, uh, I will be accompanying you, of course. Very we will well. choose to do quite so. What? <laughs> I told you to keep silent. He kind of the the soldier kind of flinches at that. He's not used to. Seeing the like Shrug. domestic abuse. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, if, you, if you'll all uh, 
step into the uh, the vibroat here. Take the first, and then offer hand to help you into the boat. Mm-hmm. I'll stand directly behind you, wait for you to enter, and then I'll come in. The guards person takes a <laughs> takes his seat at the rear of the boat, which has a kind of like a series of sort of knobs and levers. It looks like this is sort of the engine control section uh, oh, of, of the vibroat. And as he yep. begins to, he flips some switches and begins to turn some dials, and you can feel the boat begin to like uh, uh, vibrate at such a high speed mm-hmm. that it almost feels like it's mm-hmm. it's it's not shaking; it's vibrating at such a high frequency that it doesn't feel. It almost feels like it's not vibrating at all. Only occasionally do you feel that sort of tremor. You're like, ah, oh, okay, it is. And you can see that it very quickly. Sets off across this sea, cutting a line through uh, as as the uh, this caustic fluid is pushed out of the way, very cleanly, very elegantly, um, and you zoom towards that island in the distance that you saw with the uh, the black and white sort of palace. How are we How are we positioned in the boat? You tell me. Well, like, are there two seats across? Or? Basically, you could sit like two people the width of this thing. Does that make sense? I will see how many this. rows are there. So basically, um, I, the way I, the way I'm thinking of this this vibrote is that two people were here mm-hmm. at the sort of the fore, two people are here in the middle, mm-hmm. and then the aft is the soldier who's piloting the thing. I will try to sit as close to the you engine will, as possible. You will sit in the aft. I, I and uh, tell I will you that. try to. As will you. Uh, you will stand in the board. Vibrate with the same frequency as the engine. <laughs> okay. You're, you're going to blow the engine out. Ah! So, are any of us sitting near you? I am in the four seat. Be, yeah, you can be in the front. So, depending how, how close the seats are together, you... Could be sitting like behind you? or mm-hmm. Yes, you two are sitting behind me. I'm, well, he's back with the driver. Mm-hmm. I'm the one in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then you two are in the front. He's lucky I don't see it. <laughs> so I will lean forward and very quietly. Is Cas Kaz- Kaz- on the left or the right? I'll say well, right. Do you have a preference? You are in the four, not sitting down. Yeah, but am I to the right or to the left? Well, your preference. So okay. you're like in front of the seats? Is that what we're going with here? Yes. Okay, so Kaz is in the f- front of the seats. Okay. And then I would prefer to be directly behind her ladyship. Okay, got it. Cool. And then good. So I've got I've got a little map here to lay out. And then Grim here is in the back with the driver. Back with her. Yep, yep. I've got that list. Okay. So I will lean forward and mumble to you. We need to find jobs for us to do when we get to the palace, so we can infiltrate the service entrances. <laughs> can find a way. Over the the persistent low bassy hum of of, of the the vibro, the uh, soldier in the back sort of raises his voice a little bit. Uh, make sure to to keep uh, all your uh, appendages, extremities inside the vehicle at all times. Uh, if you've never been to Azanomai before, uh, I have to tell you this. Uh, this particular sea is uh, highly dangerous, very lethal. So uh, please uh, 
take uh, special care when moving about inside the vehicle. You should let guys be able to sit down. It's fine. If he falls out, he's not going to fall out. He knows what he's doing. Did you just rolls a one? When you get there, I will see if I can lead you to mix with the other suits. If we hit one bump, what'd you say? <laughs> I can't hear you over the end. Yes, I, I am conferring with my servant. She is being somewhat gregarious. I don't know what that means. Talkative. I like this guy. Oh. And smile. <laughs> you been here before? I've not had the pleasure. Caspiel, if there's one single bump in this water, you sit your ass down. I don't care what Miss Whitney Twitty pants over here says. You get like a slight nod. Slap me. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you one of the. We're gonna see if somebody can swim real quick, aren't we? <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna ask the guard Are you one of the Maganti or Ungro? Oh, God. <laughs> he kind of looks at you funny, and he sort of, he kind of like, with one hand, he kind of lightly gestures at his armor. He's like, I work for the Nagantes that way. Oh, so you get paid for what you do. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Noted. Are you making noise back there? What? <laughs> it's still I, the best I'm going to point at the guard. <laughs> when you turn around, I'm pointing at the guard. <laughs> He was he was asking me something about my job. He's a fool. Do not take anything he says serious. Okay. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I, I get paid. Of course, I get paid. I wouldn't be on this fucking rock if I couldn't get paid for it. Jesus. Boat tour guide. Fascinating. You? Why are you vibrating? <laughs> Feels good. Okay, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I'm just awkwardly pointed at the engine. Yeah. That's how I get through the... That's how I see. Yeah. You see him sort of gesture over to the side. You know what this? You know what the shit is? The... Over the... Like... Ed- He's like pointing at the, the, the liquid itself. Mm-hmm. Over the... Over the uh, side of the boat. Tell me. I've never been here before. Do you know anything about, uh, you know, like, quantum shit? You know what I'm talking about? Like, yes. I don't, I, you know, I, I finished, you know, I was sort of middle of the road at Gat Academy, so I, you know, I don't know too much about it. <laughs> it seems but, like uh, it. It's, uh, like, mesons or mesons or something like that? These weird fucking particles or whatever? Mm-hmm. This... Sea is chock full. It's basically all there is. Mm. And is it dangerous? Oh, if you go overboard, if you get in this stuff for longer than a few seconds, uh, your molecular structure is uh, uh, all uh, fucked up. Basically, uh, that's instant death. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Solid. Mm. I don't know but what it, I don't know what it'll it'll do to how you know, do uh, ungrow survive in there? 
I have a clue. I don't know. Do they have suits, or that's how they no, are? They, uh, they just... Um, how many limbs do they have? Something in their skin or their blood. Like, I don't know. Some, they're just they're used oh, to these things. I, I don't know. Fascinating. They've been here since forever. I mean, they've been here since the Magante got here. So. Mm. Must have adapted somehow. And they have... Is there any way we can see? They have two... Li- they have four limbs. They have four... Two. They're like me. They're like, they're like us. They have two arms and two legs. Yeah. Hmm. Heads? Tendrils? Usually they have heads, yeah. Hmm. That was a joke. They all, they all have heads. Oh, the yeah. universe is very big. No, no, they... Uh, no, you're right. It's a little closed-minded of me. You're right. No, they all, they all have heads. They're, they're right. all very humanoid. Right. Is there a way... To see those Sungro servants? Uh, I'm sure you'll catch sight of some of them while you're uh, making your way in the island towards the palace. Um, of course, if... So they do serve in the palace? Uh, no, not exactly, but there's a part, part of the palace that's dedicated to, to the, the mining, the resocrystal business. So um, you might see some of them. The Magante are going to do their absolute best to make sure that you don't, you don't notice them, but... They'll be there. Hmm. Fascinating. I, uh, sir, watch, watch the splash. Okay, be careful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, hmm. Can you tell me a little bit about, uh, the bride? Oh, the princess? Princess. Acacia? Acacia? Princess Acacia, yeah. She's, um... She's a looker. She's, uh... Nice. Um... She's a looker. That's... So if... if That's really all I know about If you had a chance to marry princess... (laughs) Yeah, fat chance that would be, but, uh... I mean, I wouldn't complain. Hmm. Interesting. Nice girl, easy on the eyes, plus the Maganti fortune. Jesus. Maganti fortune. Right away, you know. No problem. I'd be set for life. Wouldn't need to wear this fucking tin can anymore. And she's uh, marrying into some business merchant or some kind of... Yeah, some fucking third-rate merchant family that... Chick lugs or whatever. I don't. I don't know much about it. So, what is it good for her then? If it's more beneficial for the uh, husband, it beats me, brother. I don't. I am just. I'm just a rank and file guy. I don't know jack shit about <laughs> what these nobles are doing. So. I just drive the boat. I will <laughs> basically. I will like. There will be a nod from like the top to the bottom, just like uh huh. Agree. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, Suddenly, you feel the the vibro like um, violently buck. Moved. I need everybody to Everyone. make agility checks. Oh, Oof. would I do an advantage because I was vibrating at the same frequency? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. Agility checks. You gotta beat a ten. Aha. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, I uh, did it. <laughs> oof. Oof. 
Nope. Four. Nope. Seven. Okay. So you this the the vibro like <laughs> as almost as if it was like hit by a depth charge. Mm-hmm. Um the so you uh Asa, um Grimoire, you too. Basically everyone except for Lady important people. And what about our what about our friend here? I don't know. <laughs> But you can bet your ass that I'm grabbing onto her yeah, as it too. happens. <laughs> You're coming with me. So everyone, with the exception of Lady Constantina and the 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 boat driver, oh, wonderful, are lifted up out of the vibro and immediately make contact with this this liquid. It is incredibly cold and viscous, like like syrup. Mm. Basically, it's sort of like. Mm pooling around you and like into your clothing and everything like that is incredibly uncomfortable and you feel a kind of like burning sensation across any kind of exposed skin don't just stand there fool help me get them out Jesus Christ yeah so very quickly um, he begins to sort of like he takes out what looks like a like a a segmented metal line and puts it together and throws it out into the into the sea like grab on quickly Oh, oh no! The light body's too. I just have favored. That's one of my starting powers. Yeah. So the lion immediately so like. So the lion like comes directly to you. It like flops nice. in the like, like right in front of you. You grab onto it. You're able to make your way back into the boat. Um. Uh. So who had, who's who's next? So let's yeah. You because you were like vibrating at the same frequency as, I as the boat. As soon as, <laughs> as soon as you hit the the liquid, you feel that like it hasn't actually made contact with you yet. For some reason, you're kind of forming a kind of artificial sort of barrier, disrupting you got the liquid around you. As soon as I'm back on the boat, I'll try like to help. Was, So you and the boat driver are are all trying to pull, oh, trying fine. to get Casmiel uh, back on. Um, you can you, you're all sort of body. straining at the line, pulling, and you, you, so you grab onto the thing and you begin to make your way back to the boat. Come on, quickly, quickly! Uh, you begin to feel that that stuff is like actively trying to like crumple your armor, like it's beginning mm-hmm. to like Yikes. affect yeah. your armor in some way. Um, and very quickly, you as you're pull, pulling and, put, and pushing, trying to get Casbiel back in, in into the boat. He's already in, right? Well, he was able to just sort of yeah, like that's glide what, okay. towards Vibrate. the boat. Yeah. Right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Almost like a, like a jet ski. Like, you know. um, <laughs> as, as, you're pulling, as you're pulling Casbiel back in, in, into the boat, you hear what sounds like a noise. And very quickly you feel what sounds like a, what feels like a, a gust of wind to your backs. Um, you turn, Lady Constantina, uh, were you helping with the line? Okay, I didn't know if that was. Yeah, I don't want to touch this. <laughs> you know, so you have, so you turn, you realize that um, the guard uh, is gone, and you hear in the distance, uh, off to the side, what sounds like another, <clears throat> and you see a disruption in the liquid. Mm. Okay, we gotta cast BL up so I can steer the fucking boat. Yeah, well, we're under attack. Okay, uh, everybody who's helping with the the rope, make a brawn check. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be better if I didn't help. <laughs> make a brawn check. It's a ten. 
But have advantage because you're using this incredibly sturdy sort of metal cord. Did I cord. see anything? They were Yay, pushing, pulling each Unbelievable. other Unbelievable. So, oh, so you weren't dealing with the rope. Yes, that no, is two I was further. <laughs> you saw a flash of what looked like, it looked like to you, it happened within mm. a span of a second. It looked like basically part of the of this liquid like leapt Parted. out and took mm. the guard with it. It was vaguely shaped in a kind of a, kind of like a football esque kind of shape. Not that small, but in that general shape, it was it was massive, like the size of like um, an orca whale or something like that. He jumped, essentially leapt out of the the liquid, grabbed this guy, and then before you knew it, he was gone. Well, so I managed to roll two twos. I rolled twelve, however. Okay, so you rolled a 12. Yeah. Okay. What? What's... You roll that, too. Sure. Because you're sort of... You're trying to help. Oh, I hope you're trying to help get back up. 21. <laughs> Very good. Okay, Great. so... You find that your... Your delicate wrists are, are just a little <laughs> bit overstressed on this. You decide to let the sort of the... The, the beefier members of the, the party take care of the business. Um, no, I'm more beefy than both of them. In terms of brawn? Yeah. No, you're not. I'm a nine. I'm a nine. I'm a ten. No. Thirteen. Just rolled badly. I said both of them, not you. (laughs) (laughs) I saw the hands going out this way. So, so I made an. So between the two of you, you manage. It's it's mostly you, just like actively like. I'm just like trying to hold on to the other side. Just really don't want you to die. You would be nice. flop back inside the boat. Now that everybody is is back inside the the vibrote, you realize. Um, uh, you realize, Casbiel, that your armor feels like it. Basically, it, it basically feels like <laughs> kind of hard to describe it. It's like spongy. Mm-hmm. Like instead of it being sort of the hard carapace-like, you know, plates of your armor, it like bends and squishes Which is, a little bit. Like as it's soon as got this weird sort of in the boat material I inconsistency. I will turn on the engine and just like. Start, start getting us out of here. I oh. saw how this guy is, was doing his stuff. Uh, okay. So I'll try to... Yeah, because you're the boat wasn't, like, shot down when he was, I assume, right? When, when this happened, he very quickly shut the boat off. Did he? Yeah. Well, he put on. it to a stand still. Yeah, it was still okay. running, but it, was, okay. it wasn't... So I'll, 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 tr- I'll try as soon as we're all back. Oh, he's gone. Okay. Do you so, know where we're going? To the castle that is right in front of us. You can see in the distance, like it's pretty obvious that it, you heading in the same direction. So very quickly, um, so you so mm-hmm. rocket forward on on the boat, cutting through the, uh, the 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 mirrored sea. You can see in in the distance what sounds like a. Noise as as a shriek comes from like deep behind you, and you can see what looks like sort of a hand extended out, like dripping in this this sort of mercury-like fluid. Um, and very quickly, it gets yanked back down with terrifying speed. And then um, behind you, in sort of the wake of the of your vibro, you can see that there are what look like these um, uh, sort of dim orange lights that are appearing below the surface of the the mercury-like liquid. One, two, 
three, four, all. Get your weapons ready. Making their way towards. They're following us. I'd like to use no things. Once per session, you can ask the GM a question about your current situation, and the answer will provide you with a definite advantage, though not necessarily the knowledge or direct means to enact it. Drinking is optional. What the fuck are those? (laughs) Okay, so I can tell you that um, (laughs) it seems unlikely that, since you've never been to Ezanomite before, that you would know precisely what those are, but given that, okay, this is basically like essentially a water planet where the water yeah. is some strange other liquid. It's probably some kind of um, uh, a wildlife of some kind, some kind of fauna. No. Yes. Some kind of fauna that like lives underneath the surface of the sea and like feeds on you know, sort of smaller Flesh. species. Maybe. So they're, they're okay, I was just hoping for something other than They appear to be, just they're probably mm-hmm. flesh-eating fish-like fish creatures. Ships. Um, who, uh, based on um, hunting tactics, based on the hunting <laughs> tactics, based on what little you saw uh, of these creatures, <laughs> they probably have some kind of means of camouflage or maybe blending in. Uh, and they're also, based on how quickly they're catching up with the Vibro, pretty fast swimmers. Don't suppose anybody knows any fire spells? Ungirl slays are following us. Draw your weapons. I mean, I'm drawing the bolt pistol anyways. Fire? Anyone? Fire? Oh, yes, I I do things. Do things! (laughs) Oh. Move! I'll take over steering the boat. <laughs> Move! Do things! Okay, let's... Oh, okay. Let's, let's start combat. There's an example combat. of, like, Ooh. that's how combat works. Okay. I will so, do some fancy maneuvers. The way combat works is, is fairly simple. So you need to decide um, whether you're going to take a fast turn or a regular turn. Now, what the difference is, is that if you take a fast turn... You can only do one action, but you take that fast turn right at the top of the round. Mm. Okay. So player characters who are taking a fast turn, decide amongst yourselves what order that is, but you go first. Then enemies that are taking a fast action, fast turn, one action, they go. Then player characters that are taking a regular turn, they get to do two actions, mm-hmm. but obviously they go sort of in the middle of the pack. Enemies taking a regular turn go, and the round ends and it starts over. Do right. we choose? I'm going to take a fast action, but I got to use that. Do we choose our actions every initiative round, or yeah. we choose it now? And no, 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 no. It's oh, not yet. Okay. It's like every round, you're like, okay, this is what I want to do. I want to go fast this round, or I'm going to take a regular turn this round. I think we should all get really low, and let me like zip and zoom and try to find a way for us to get through without getting chewed up. While you guys shoot, maybe? Yeah. I'm good with, like, a fast yeah. shot mm-hmm. or... Okay. I'll take a slow turn just to, like, to ascertain what way to maneuver mm-hmm. the best. Yeah. And, and then give it... you guys an opportunity to hunker down so we don't fall out of the fucking boat again. <laughs> but also, like, if we get low, then they're less likely to be able to jump up and grab us, right? right. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, is there, like, an aim action? That a slower maneuver would let me do, like, aim and shoot, or shoot twice? Um, the way that the weapons work, you can only do, like, a shot per round. Well, no. 
Um, per combat action. Hmm. So if your gun didn't have reload on it, would be able to do would be able to do two <laughs> shots. If you took two actions, you could do two shots. Yes. You see that works. Mm-hmm. You're an example of like just regular like things that cost one action. Making an attack with a weapon, moving a short distance, disengaging so that you don't provoke attacks of opportunity, retrieving and drinking a potion, performing a special maneuver, standing up from being prone, using a power that says it takes an action to activate. Right, that makes sense. So yeah, I'll probably do like a shot and a reload then. Okay, so you're going to take a regular turn. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, How... Far are these creatures? Um, they are short about distance. They're sh- they're at the short. Yeah. Okay, they're short range. Okay, I will do fast distance. They're several yeah. feet away, fast but they're action. closing rapidly. <laughs> right, right. So you're gonna do a fast action. Fast action. So who's doing fast actions? You, mm-hmm. you. We're doing normal actions, I think. These two of you are doing normal. Yeah, cool. Good. Okay. So between the two of you, who's going first? It doesn't matter. Do you want to go first? Make sure you guys try to get low. Get low. Sure. No. I will um, extend my uh, <laughs> right. I will extend my right hand. Okay. Uh, Pump. Single <laughs> shake. <laughs> it will, it will uh, mechanically open up, and uh, I will shoot a uh, blast into the closest light that I see under the surface. Okay. Cool. So roll for me. Uh, we'll do an attack roll. You'll we'll add your agility modifier. Yeah. A ten, straight ten, just zap. Just so unfortunately, zap. so the bolt, and there's a quick splash of this this liquid, um, but it doesn't look like it made purchase. The the, the well, that's light a power can... wouldn't that be mine? No, it's sorry. What actually? Uh... Processing, processing. Uh... <laughs> As a ranged attack, so it's uh, oh, yeah. uh, agility. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's not a spell. Yeah, so it's. It a, seems it, like I killed one, and then I ducked down. <laughs> yeah, you you clearly <laughs> saw that it missed. That light is still coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, but there was a big, big, there was a big impressive light. Yeah, sploosh, sploosh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. What about you? So I'll draw my sword and cast shield at level three. Okay. And three damage to that. So. Three mind damage, and you've got your shield up for this scene, which is going to give you plus three to your defense, right? Yep. Cool. There you go. Okay. Do you duck down? No. You see that um, all of the, the creatures very quickly kind of almost are swimming in a kind of like crude formation, and they move with a burst of speed, they use their fast action to close the distance. They are now basically, like, able to... They're right on the heels of, of the Vibro now. Okay, so what about the two of you? Which order do you want to go in? Go ahead. You want, yeah. No, you go first. So everybody has a chance to get down before I do maneuvers. Draw. Shoot. So you're going to shoot, and then your second action is reload? Is that what you want to do? Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. So fire away. Oh. We're back with ten. Uh, ten's gonna miss as well. Killed another one. <laughs> uh, there's that yep. hot lead ejection. Unfortunately, shoots through the water. Doesn't seem to make any purchase. 
Because another splash, it's a little closer now, and you have to sort of actively like twist a little bit to avoid getting any of this caustic fluid on you. Mm. What Low is the reload. Damage to his armor. Does he know yet? Uh, no, we do, he doesn't we'll know yet. In a moment, oh, okay. I'm sure. oh. <laughs> cool. That's a good question. Do you also duck down? I mean, yeah, get as low okay, as I can cool. after a shot cool. without. Did you do so as well? You're kind of like. In the I'm boat. kind of crouching. Not crouching, but I'm kind of steady. Hunker down. Yeah, you're trying to like make sure that yeah. Okay. Grab onto the side or something. Cool. All right. Can I? What could I do to figure out the best way to maneuver and try to avoid them like a strategic? That'd be mind roll. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So let's let's, see, let's do let's do mind. Let's do a target number of. I don't know how smart these things are, so... Do a target number of 12. Alright, see what the fuck happens. Thank Christ, 22. Nice. So very quickly, you know... Okay. These things are fast, agile swimmers. Mm -hmm. Um, You're not going to beat them on speed or maneuverability alone. uh, So your options here, it looks like... Okay, so you can either confuse them Mm -hmm. in some way or you can um you can just straight up like eliminate them from the possibilities that way you don't have to deal with them but there's no telling how many more yeah in this um as to how exactly you're going to do that you're not sure but like it looks like your best bet is to somehow like uh hoodwink them or confuse them in such a way that they essentially lose track of Okay, and you said they're all, like, right by the boat? Are they trying to get ahead of us? No, they're, like, swarming towards the back, like, the back? closing in. So what where, the, we, where the engine is. Are they moving at such a pace that if we suddenly just stopped, would they be Hit able the to stop themselves before they crashed into each other? Okay. <laughs> it looks like the way that they're sort of a... Their way that they're uh, swimming towards the boat, two of them might, like, shoot slightly past along the side, and then two of them might just go directly into the boat. Well, then slamming into the boat is better than them... Depends on if they're... If they slam into the boat or if they just eat the back of the boat. Right. <laughs> or if they tip the boat. Or if they tip the boat. Yeah. Okay, so what are the options? We could just uh... stop... We could just slam it into reverse. We could try to whip around and oh. like slam into them. What? You guys have encountered some new creatures, new and so wonder cool. nice. is being. Do you give us an extra one? Ah, yes. Wow, that's useful. Thanks, that's why I took it. (laughs) So you've gained another three wonder. I might die, but I'll give us a bunch of wonder first. Alright, so let's see what's going to be the... You have two actions. And this is a straight... There's no... Turns? Turns. There's no other ways to go. This isn't a Bond movie where I can like take side streets and go up sidewalks. This is <laughs> open sea. Like There's yeah. no... There's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go. Yeah. Okay. How far do we have until... Uh, it looks like you're talking about... Minutes? How minutes? You've got maybe six minutes of, of piloting still to do before you make landfall. Okay. It's still a ways away. Like, it's still... 
you know, just sort of like that glimpse on the horizon. Okay, and we only can see the four, and they're like, their trajectory is around. Okay. Um, There's a boat. Yep. That's where they are. Okay, all four of them are right there? Yes, they're like swarming around the back. Now they've basically like, they're at speed with you. Right. Cool. So okay, so what I want to do is... It better be good. <laughs> I'm not the best strategist in the world. I was hoping the role would help me um, figure out how to do it. I think only George W. Bush has ever been a strategist. Strategist, whatever the fuck... I'm not good at this. He's also I'm the, trying. Also the okay? decider. <laughs> I, I was maneuvering. You pushed me away. Yeah, because I don't have any fucking weapons. Out of the boat. <laughs> I'll just knock me off. Fuck off. Okay, so what I kind of want to try to do is I want to slam it in reverse, peel to the, like, whip the boat around to the left, like, slam into him a little bit, and then just take off in that direction. I try to, like, confuse him. It's like sideswipe. Sideswipe okay. and go. Give so reverse, me... sideswipe, go. Because of the, the, the piloting mechanism of this thing is... Less, it, it, it's it's more analog and more manual than, like, most things. Okay. Um, you're going to make an agility check. You're going to have advantage on this because it's like piloting, you know, Thank it's like fucking using these sort of levers and knobs and stuff like that. What? But uh, the check to beat is a 14. Okay. Let's <laughs> Ooh. 17. Nice. Very good. Okay. The other one was a 12, you guys. I'm really <laughs> glad I had advantage. Close one. <gasps> so we'll say that we'll say that's two actions. That's Yeah. A pilot. Basically and an like attack. slamming the brakes, thinking and about it, and then slamming in and the, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you pull the knobs and uh, pull And the, I say, "Hold on." Pull the lever down. <laughs> um, immediately like you feel the vibro kind of lurch backwards slightly. Ooh. Almost like it sort of skips back and then it judders off to the left and it smacks into one of the it's hoping the, for two. the creatures. Um, please tell me it does damage. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes it does. To the uh, boat. No. It does damage to the boat. The boat explodes. <laughs> We're all dead. Bye, guys. See you later. Congratulations. <laughs> Slowly. I'm fine. I'll take boat. another yep. body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you so, can just vibrate as busted. Or that, yeah. So roll a d6 for me. Okay. Show Three. Them. Three. Okay. So this thing... And you feel like the boat judder, um, and you can hear the sorry noise. Not to him, and then to you, you guys. Arc off to the right, and I'm just gonna keep like trying to bob and weave, boys. You can see that um, at least one of those lights underneath the surface is like uh, sort of moving around and sort of agitated back and forth motion. Great. And there are the other three are like sort of circling uh, around it, slightly confused. And you can see that it looks like uh, two of them uh, uh, are very quickly able to sort of like get back, hone in on your location, and they zoom on after you. Two, though. So far. It's more doable. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a new round. Fast or, or regular? Who's doing fast? I think I'm going to do regular. Just keep up what I'm doing. Do regular here. this time. Regular? I think I'll do regular just in terms of like 
Well, no, at this point, I want to deal with them either coming out of the water Mm -hmm. or at least within melee range. Sure. So I'll probably take slow then. Are you going to punch a mercury dolphin? Okay, regulars. Claw, but yeah, basically. Okay. (laughs) Okay, then the the two creatures that are shooting through the mirrored sea, they use their fast action... They, like, in a burst of speed, they um, close distance yeah. between you and... Uh, between the boat and, and themselves. They are now right at your heels. Um, okay, uh, regular action. So who's going first? Not me. I'll go last. So these things are so within short range. Yes. Okay, so still not quite melee ready. Well, they haven't surfaced. Mm-hmm. Right, they've been they've been under under the liquid this entire time. Right, if if one of these two to the rear were to like sort of leap out, you could conceivably get a melee swipe in, but they would have to do that first. Okay, you see, can I like prep for said action? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you absolutely can. Yeah. I'll do that. So, so that's so one of your actions. So do we have? Oh, two actions, right? You you to, if you take pistol. a regular turn, you've got two actions. Can we attack twice? Yes, you could. Oh, wonderful. If your weapon allows that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, his has to reload, so... Yeah, so holster the pistol, and you just see these two arms kind of extend out of the back and just prep up... Wow, that's gross! You haven't seen that before? I'm sure you... No, he says it every time. He says it every time. (laughs) (laughs) I love how we all keep saying that. Wow, that's gross! That's even better. Camera just the zoom up. <laughs> Gee, if you don't want him to use your jacket as a toy, you should pick it up. Oh no, yes. <laughs> um, I'm gonna use my uh, hand zap cannon then. Okay, twice. you're gonna try to zap one of these. Okay, twice. Okay, Very because good. why not? Uh, kind of like peek out from the. <laughs> yeah. Pew, pew. Okay. No, it's more like. Vroom. I like well, pew, sure. Yeah. I do no. Like pew, pew. Oh, okay. Let's scratch what? that. <laughs> So that was a miss, I'm pretty sure. Uh, that was a four. Four plus your agility. Watch it on the turns! <laughs> four okay. plus your agility mod, right? Eleven. He doesn't have an Eleven. Okay, eleven? Nice. That, eleven. That hits. Nice. Ooh. So roll found for damage. It. Roll okay. for damage. and we found it. <laughs> Can I use two of the wonders? Take two harm for pun. And uh, <laughs> I will gain... Make it a brutal blow? Brutal blow. Is everyone kosher with that? I'm okay with it. Yeah, I think that's sure. a good idea at this point. Brutal yeah. means that you roll your damage dice twice and take the better result. Yes. It's like having an advantage on damage. Let's do that. Okay. Take so that's two. Two spent. Yes. Everybody. Got <sighs> Damn. Uh, well, it's still... Four damage. Four damage. Okay. Yes. Still not bad, man. Four damage. Blast <laughs> uh, shoots out, punctures the water. It. You can see that there's mm. this... Big sort of like depth charge style splash, and you can hear a, another sort of throaty gurgle as you see one of the lights sort of um, uh, uh, bomb and weave. You can see that enough of the liquid has been sort of disturbed by this blast that you begin to see a glimpse of the creature itself. It appears to be this like this this massive fleshy angler fish like creature hmm. clearly with some kind of like uh, what they call oh, yeah, a head lure, lure basically that's yeah. this bright orange glow now that it's not suppressed by the the, 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 the mercurial liquid um, and you can see that also this creature's skin is almost indistinguishable 
from the mercury itself. It's the same color, some of the same striations and everything like that. I'm going to say two things to the crew. I'm going to say, well, first thing I'm going to say to the creature, you one ugly (laughs) motherfucker. And for the crew, I will say, first blood! (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so you got one. But this is first blood. (laughs) I mean... Uh, I'll just you know. <laughs> yeah. Now you hit one. There it is. <laughs> oh, I need that. Okay, so one shot misses and the other shot connects and gives yes. you a kind of gives really all of you a good glimpse of like exactly what this thing is. Okay, very good. So who's next? I believe that's me. Well, you can any, anyone can go whenever. But if you want to go, I think everybody else is besides Rachel and me. Yeah. Well, you prepped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what was your other action? Holster the pistol. That's not. That's not. That doesn't have to be. Mm. That's whatever. That's a minor thing. Taunt it. Strike a pose. Yeah. Do we have something like defensive then? Because at this point, I'm I'm just waiting for him to get close. Uh, you can prep to pulls. hit twice if that's what you want. Sure. Oh. Take it. Right. Okay. That sounds good. All right. Um. So, you're going to go? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So, I will use one of my actions to parry. Okay. Which gives me a plus cool. five to defense. Nice. nice. And then I will prep my other action to strike with the sword. Just in case anything leaps out. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Cool. More maneuvers to try to avoid them. Just kind of like Bob and Weaving. Okay. Trying to get a like full on speed, but also trying to not go in a straight line. <laughs> All right. Uh, agility check. Uh, advantage. Okay. Uh, DC 14. Nat 20. Nice. Very good. Okay. Nice. That's it. That's all. That's the only one I'm going to get tonight, nice. guys. So, uh, roll a D6, please. Okay. And uh, two. make that brutal. Roll again and mm-hmm. take the higher. Five. Okay. So, you um, manage to sort of you essentially juke the boat off to off to the right. Um, you hear it sort of collide with one of these creatures, and there's a what a heavy sort of shearing sound combined with what feels like a cracking. Um, and you see one of the lights in the uh, the liquid immediately go out. You hear this sort of gurgle. Um, uh, you're not able to put any distance between the two of you, but it's clear that you essentially one more is down. Road, road killed, CC <laughs> killed. Yeah, yeah, one of these, one of these creatures. Way to go! Aren't you the one who doesn't like to kill? Shut up! <laughs> it was an accident. Okay, so we're back to the top of the round. Fast turns. Uh, Fast turns. I'll do you slow. guys, you're you're prepped. Still you're prepped. prepped. Yep. I'll Taking it slow, slow. Normal. Yeah. Normal. normal turns? Okay. Mm-hmm. So you see the the one light that's remaining. Um, uh, you see that it, it, it closes a cup, like a, a foot or two of distance. And then who's at the very back? Uh, I'm driving, so that me. Okay. Yeah. This thing leaps out. 
heads directly towards you. You can see that it sort of leaps out. Its its maw opens up with all of these sort of rows of incredibly sharp teeth. I mean, I'm as low to the bottom of the boat as I can get and still steer. Nice. Just for the record. Uh, it will have disadvantage to try to attack you, but it's still going to be able to attack. Yeah. Sure. It's going to try to bite you. That's good. So that is a 15 to hit you. No, 14, excuse me. Uh-huh. Okay. I have a 10. Ooh, that's five damage. <laughs> and it's excruciating as these teeth ah. um, uh, make purchasing in your skin. Um, there's a kind of a hot stinging sensation. You lose one of your actions to pain mm. on your next turn. We knew each other for a long time, right? Can we assume that uh, whatever happens to your body goes to research purposes? No. It's a good time to write out a will. In fact, I'm pretty sure I've written it down in writing that you cannot and made you sign it at this point. All right, do we get to attack now? Uh, yes, because there's only the one. that The other two have been trying to close distance. On you to try to make sense of like where'd you go? I'm gonna try to close this. There's only yeah. one that has leapt out and has essentially sunk its teeth into uh, Ace's. Can I get for a oh, swing? Oh shit! I thought he hit one and one was another one. Go was back dead. and forth. Uh, if one of us doesn't drop it, well, one one person needs to go. Yeah, they take their action. I have one action, so why don't I just go? Okay. Why do you have one action again? What'd you spend the other action on? Uh, to parry. Parry. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. But I got a four, so. Uh, Okay. It's all you. Okay. So because of the flailing as, as Ace is trying to get this thing off of her, but you take a swing, but go. like there's not yeah, there's not a lot of of the rudder or whatever. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Casbill? Swing one. Oh, probably do. Twenty one? Twenty one definitely hits. I assume that was not a natural twenty. Yeah, no. Okay. Got that wonderful plus three. And he's got a plus three on the bottom. Okay. So, do I add brawn to melee weapons? No. Yes. Only if you. Oh, not. I mean, not in damage. Not in damage. Okay. No, the damage is just the damage of the weapon. Okay. So I'm doing six points of damage thanks to hard knocks. Okay. Mm. Well, if you got hard knocks, you do add some brawn. Yeah, it's half brawn rounded up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. So six, six damage total. Very mm-hmm. Yeah, but adding brawn or agility to damage is not a. Not a, Not a part of the course thing. No. Okay. Okay. Second swing. So you make a you slit this thing across the side, and you can see this sort of like blue, f- like viscous kind of fluid begins to pour out of the side of it. Does it let go of me? Nope. It's still <laughs> teeth in. Second swing is a thirteen. Thirteen is also a hit. Go. Get this thing <clears throat> off me, please. Seven. Seven. Okay. One shoulder, then another. You can even take the fucking shoulder. I don't care. You cut this thing <laughs> into ribbons. No. There's a sort of a, a spray of this blue fluid that gets in your face and all over the boat and stuff. But you can see this thing has basically fallen apart into nothing. Thank it, you. It, it, very, it comes out of your shoulder and then sort of all the chunks essentially splat into the mirror sea. Miss hey, Bell, you are free to continue to drive. Thanks. Hey, Grimoire. We all participated. (laughs) We're going to need a bigger boat. (laughs) 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 Sorry, I had to. 
I didn't have to. I don't know if you had to. <laughs> <laughs> I decided to. No. Worth. Okay, so more bobbin weaving? Okay, so... Or maybe just bobbing because... You went, you went. It's just me. So this is this is technically oh, is their initiative because that was their reaction on the, uh, the creature reaction. attack. So are we at the top of the initiative? You guys are regular turns now. Right, so yeah, you right. can yeah. slow turns. Because I'll go last. Oh, sure, I shoot these guys. Uh, peek out uh, to the look at the search for their closest... Light under the surface. They're of the... at they're at short distance, but they're yeah. So they look like they could close in in a matter of a round or two. But you've got you could yep get some shots off. Yeah, zap to the closest one. Okay, uh, hit once. Okay, for How much damage? Uh, seven damage. Nice. How do you get seven damage? You roll five. Five plus two. I get um, hard knocks. Ah, yes. okay. Yes. Yes. That's okay. Two to right. My right. Zap. That's okay. sweet, sweet damage. Mm-hmm. Another... Whoosh, this thing hits the water, there's another explosive charge, and you can see what look like chunks of silvery flesh and blue fluid shoot out of the mirrored sea, uh, and you realize that you nailed that one. Oh, one shot. So, I guess two already? Keep attacking. Three, we've killed three. Oh no, I was talking just about myself. I personally... It was like a pep talk for you. <laughs> You're doing great. You've tur- I've turned away and you know I've stopped listening. <laughs> so who hasn't taken their regular turn? I haven't, so oh, I'll go next. Um, okay. Is it an action to move myself between... Like, the try to shield her from getting hit again with my body? No, it's close enough that, like... I would appreciate that very much. Okay, Me so too, I'll do that. I'll great. parry and I'll prep another attack. Okay, sounds good. Thanks, your ladyship. Everyone else? I think we'll draw and shoot again. And reload afterwards. Okay. Mm-hmm. So fire away? Yep. So we only Fishing. have one, one left, is that? It looks okay. like there's only one light following. 18 to hit. Very good, that hits. Cool. Mm-hmm. Pistol is the D8. Damn. Seven damage. Seven damage, very good. Yeah. No bonus to that one. <laughs> uh, pierces the water. You can see that there is now this sort of like thick blue fluid trail that's following it. It's still racing towards you, but it's clear that you pegged it. Mm-hmm. Next? That's me. Good job. What do you want to do? Just bob and weave. Thumbs up. Okay, same check as usual. I say I can only Your do one action though, so can I still do it? Yes, you can still do it, but there won't be an attack just involved. Just like, just, kind of just, just focus. trying to get there. <laughs> In that case, um, agility, advantage, um, 12 this time. Okay. Ooh, come back here. I'm re-rolling that one. Oh, just hit the blanket. Still not great. Agility advantage? Nope. Six. Okay. Unfortunately, the the pain um, of the recent just... wound is causing you a little bit of stress. You're having trouble like handling the the. the well, we are still moving at least. I'm just yeah, you're still like... going in the general direction. Yeah. But like... now, but now because of the way that you were headed, like you're at like a sort of a. A diagonal towards the yeah. palace, whereas before you were heading straight forward. We're gonna have to redirect and. Yes. I told you the again. flesh is weak, <laughs> but the soul is <laughs> willing. <laughs> the spirit is willing. Okay, fast actions. Okay. What is? Soul? If anybody taking fast turns, fast turns. Nope. I'll take a quick shot. Why not? Okay. See if we can. Yeah, if there's one only one, I'll take a quick shot too. Cool. Okay. Do you want to shoot first? first? Okay. 
I'll, I'll let you have this kill. <laughs> See, you just How magnanimous. Yep, that's a two. That doesn't Wait. make... It's a nine, so it's a ten. So still a miss. That's misses, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. No, this is how you do it. <laughs> is it a one? Did you just shoot our boat? Is it a one? Yes. <laughs> it's a one. Okay. It is a one. <laughs> so, this, Thank this you. is how you do it. <laughs> The the, uh. the the boat and the turbulence of sort of the water bumps you slightly. I just imagine I track this light and I shoot exactly where, where I target the engine. Just you basically fire and the like the bottom half of this sort of like blast essentially skims across the the engine material like the engine block. God. And you very Damn quickly it. feel the boat like begin to rapidly slow down and to stop vibrating. Are you fucking kidding me, Grim? I, I will start vibrating and pretend like nothing happened. I have to repair the goddamn boat. Okay, regular turns, please. Uh, I think I'll go and repair the boat now. Okay, fair. Do you have any materials for that? Whatever's on the boat. There's not. You guys are on the boat. Great. Can I use him? <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I won't do that. Lend me your arm. Yes, I, I was thinking about it, actually. <laughs> Just take out <laughs> his chest materials and shove it in there. No, um, I will. Can I just? I don't Part know, like a, a piloting roll to try to like get whatever speed I can and redirect us towards the sure. castle. Sure. Yeah. Is that advantage twelve again, or is that advantage fourteen, or what do you want me to? Um. First of all, you need to make sense of the damage. So that's going to be a mind check. Okay. You will have advantage because, again, you're a pilot. Um, and we'll call that a 12. Mind 12. Okay, yeah, I got that. Um, it's 14. Okay, so you can see that it looks like the accelerator and the vibration compensator have both been damaged. Um, it looks like um, any you're rapidly losing speed. Um so unless you get this thing um, patched or repaired or find another means to propel the boat, you're going to very quickly be dead in the water. Um, but you're able to, if you, if you make a successful agility check with advantage, uh, DC 12 as well, um, you can sort of like, at the very least, fight with the controls to maneuver it back towards the island. But you realize that that problem is ahead of you. The engine's going to go out at some point. Is there a comm board? No. There's no comm on this thing. You're going to get out with push. <laughs> okay, well, I'll make my agility roll and see what the fuck happens. Okay. Ooh, Thank Christ, I got nice. a 15. Damn. 15, very good. Okay. <laughs> so you're able to, you're fighting with the controls. The thing is, like, sparking and smoking, but you're able to, like, course correct. You can feel the boat, again, still very rapidly slowing down, but you... Uh, angle it off slightly back to the west and it is now heading directly towards the island. It looks like you have maybe another four minutes Too left. Long. Yeah, and it We're looks like it. this thing's gonna, this so thing's unethical. gonna fall out. Uh, regular turns? Anybody else? Oh, uh, I think it was you, right? Yeah. Um, so it didn't take a slow turn? Uh, if enemies take regular turns, they go after. Yeah, so it, it took a regular turn, not a fast turn. That's why I'm like. No. It hasn't, it taken, hasn't taken the fa- it's regular turn. It's your yet. fast turns, enemies' fast turns, 
your regular turns, enemy's regular turns. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're, we're at a regular turn, so it did not take a fast turn, right? Mm-hmm. It didn't take a fast turn, no. Okay. It hasn't done anything. Okay, so I'm going to parry again and ready the slash. Okay. So, you see uh, this, the, the light shoots forward, very clearly taking advantage of the fact that the ship is beginning to, to slow down and judder. Um, you see that it leaps out of the water, but it appears to be intentionally short of the boat. It doesn't appear to be trying to leap onto the boat. It sort of like surfaces up in the, up in the air, and you can see that the, the uh, sort of head lure, the angle, the angler-like light, very quickly, like a flashbulb. Uh, I need everybody to make mind checks. DC 12, please. Nope. Made it. Natural 20. Solid. 12. So 23. I got a 12. A 12? Yes. You're good. Four. Not good. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So that's not good. No. no. So the two of you are stunned for a round. Nice. As you, as this like, essentially this sensory overload, essentially it was like like a flashbang went off. Mm-hmm. Very quickly blinded, your sensors are scrambled as you, oh yeah, like recoiling from this thing. You are able to see very clearly, like you have you have blinked at just the right moment, and like you've seen enough like chintzy fireworks displays in your time that like that's what's blinking for. You know, <laughs> oh, that you're you're good, like you're. So you clearly see this thing, and then it, you see that it, it re, it re, not surfaces, but it resubmerges close enough to the, um, the, 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 the ship, the boat, that you could lean out and get a strike out. Okay, so let's try that. Haven't been rolling well yet, and that's another poor roll. You need new dice? What was it? It was four. We we got dice. That's a miss. Okay. So you try to get a shot, but it's, it's you're just like it's just slightly farther out of the reach of your weapon. Okay. So now we're back up to the these, top. These dice are no. Not happy. No. Yeah. <laughs> the no. boat is rapidly slowing to a crawl. It's mm-hmm. basically like you could essentially get an oar out and paddle faster than this now. Is there if an you No. <laughs> um. I told you, he's getting out and pushing. Fast turns. You might have to. Ah! You have, you, you're, you're stunned. stunned. You're stunned. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm good. How do you <laughs> feel about using your sword to push the boat? I do not want to damage my sword. Do you want to stay here? If it means not damaging my sword. Okay, cool. I'm going to tell them to eat you first. You can try. I'm li- The boat <laughs> is going to die. It's not going to run anymore. He can vibrate. Let him push. I'm going to keep the boat going as long as I can. Keep our staff. While in excruciating pain and arguing with the brick wall. Yep. <laughs> so is it a still bandaged thing? Like, what am I rolling to try to keep the boat what going? What exactly are you doing to keep the boat going? I, I'm not a mechanic, so I don't know. Yeah, in that case, you don't know what to do. Right. You didn't yeah. say you explain to me what, what you're trying to do. Push Is the there a way to, like, subvert power from somewhere else into where the accelerator is and, like, push it further? It doesn't look like it, no. 
Okay. Is it looks like it's in, this thing is like sparking and smoking, like unless you knew how to repair it. Is there something I could, you know, break off of the boat? You know, to use for three wonder, you could uh, become an expert on this. I don't know that it would really help us a whole lot, to be honest with you. Might. We want to spend our last three wonder on that. Well, we're doing fine in combat, so sure. We need to get out of. We do need to get out of here. Yeah. yeah. Okay, if everybody's okay let's, with it. Let's, let's let's get deal let's deal with the uh, creature first. Well, I am not equipped up. to deal with creatures. Because so. even if we deal with the creature, if the boat stops, we're not going anywhere. Exactly, and there are more creatures. So probably a bit good idea to go ahead and use that. Okay. okay. Everybody's okay with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Three more wonders spent. Okay. Eight of eight. So okay. I'm an expert on this goddamn boat. <laughs> okay, so you you very quickly sort of, you know, you recall your your um, your training days and you realize, okay, well, this is really just an elaborate sort of, like, mechanical engine. Like, let me try to make sense of this. You take a moment to focus. Um, make a mind check with advantage. Uh, DC 12. Eleven. I meant to say DC ten. I did. I did mean to say DC ten. <laughs> so, okay. So you're taking a look at this thing. Okay. So, if you had some kind of, if you had some uh, loose wiring, uh, some means of like soldering some connections together, and like some metal plate. You could probably patch this thing to the point where it'll operate at like a low speed, but at a speed. Yeah, it'll it'll still go. So I will just look around and try to find some materials that I can take off the boat itself to make this happen. You, in terms of like loose wiring, that's, you can't see it. Yeah. Um, In terms of some kind of soldering equipment, obviously that's not on the boat, but um, the... The sort of extendable sectional metal rope mm-hmm. could be repurposed into these, hmm. you know, the kind of plating that you need. Okay, but I still need wires. <clears throat> and some way to, like, solder connections. Why are we stopping? I need wires. Yeah, wires we stopping. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I need wires and something to make them melt together. Oh, I do it all the time. Did you take your turn yet? Your no. regular turn? Mm. Okay. I'll... I'll... Ah! <laughs> yeah, he's stunned. He can't do it. <laughs> Just using for scrap. I've got a taser. Can I... <laughs> taser? Do you, do you actually have a taser? Yeah, remember I've got the... Not the taser. I've got the... The stun gun? This, yeah, the stun ray. Stun ray? Okay. Could I... Would that be more applicable for the wires or the solder? Well, no, it wouldn't do anything for the wires, but you could, like, I adjust... Could solder with that. You could adjust yeah. the ray in a way that it would solder. Yeah, So I absolutely. literally just need some wires. Yes. I need wires if we want to get this boat moving. I have couple... You're too busy. Ah. <laughs> as soon as he's done screaming, I will get some wires from him. I will abet. That would stop be next screaming. Time. So what's your regular turn? Okay, so I'm going to parry again and uh, ready for an attack. Okay. 
this thing leaps back out and tries to, um, so who's still at the back? So you put, positioned yourself in the way. Mm-hmm. So it's coming straight for you. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and make your attack. Come on, different dice. Aha! It worked. So dice. 13. Thanks. 13 is a hit, yes. Yay! So that's five damage. Five damage, okay. With a deft clean sling, this thing is cleaved in half. Both have sail and then splash back into the mirrored sea. And with that, you feel the boat finally judder to a standstill. Good timing. <laughs> Wires, let's go. Come on, go. The, the two of you, you're sort of, your vision is clearing, your senses are coming back to you. And you see me Holster. immediately standing over you, clutching my shoulder. Wires, now. What, what for? The boat. Do you want to stay here or do you want to go? I look around. Does it look cozy? No. Mm. It looks like an endless alien ocean. <laughs> I will slowly remove my mercurial hand and lean towards you. Wires. I will extend my left hand, and out of the tips of my fingers, these um, mechanical-like tendrils will expose and feed out. Ah! <laughs> Rip one off. Sorry. Like a slim gym. Yeah. <laughs> I'll kiss it better later. Whatever, and like get my adjust my ray and like I solder. Sorry. Okay. Very good. So you are you've got your stuff together, and you use your your stun ray setting. You adjust that to solder these connections together, and Great. sure enough. The boat, as soon as you are done making that last soldering connection, kicks back to life and begins to. Thank fucking. Begins to ver- The vibration is obviously compromised. It's yeah. only now. Now it feels. I will put my hand up there, and uh, I remember the frequency, and I will I- vibrate that engine in that frequency. Okay, that's cool. So very quickly, the vibration goes from juddering to that smooth quality that it was before. But you're going uh, basically at a fourth of the speed that you were before. We're moving. Yes, but you are moving. This really Look hurts. at us, working as a team. Yeah, this really hurts. Can you can you fix this? What? Oh, your 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 flesh. My flesh. Yeah. Ah, could absolutely. You? Uh, well, and my the, the, the meat is damaged. <laughs> the meat. The, and I don't mean examine the meat. I mean repair the meat. Oh. Make the meat. Uh, yes, of, of course I can try. Re- never mind. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm a professional. I trained no, a lot. You're not. I will try. <laughs> Trust me. This is not my first time. I know it's not. We've done this before. Remember? Yes. <laughs> the Didn't time I broke my leg. Yeah. It, it was fine, wasn't it? For you. <laughs> he has improved his surgical skills on cadavers. God damn. Permission? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember. So the remaining four tendrils. We'll have to see how it ends up fingers. in combat, but I do not uh, believe it to be. That's just what I want to hear. It what would it be like be. a, a octopus out of water, just like. <laughs> on your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> what do I roll? Okay. Um, do you have like a power or an item or something that will like heal? I, I'm just. There, I'm There's just smart. specifically a surgery and, uh, my, power. My thing is that I uh, I research for like uh, life forces. 
So I have knowledge of the... He has some basic biological yeah, knowledge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's that's my gem. Probably more than I'd like him to have. Let's roll yeah. Let's oh, roll yeah. mind. Let's do it with advantage. And let's have... Well, how much damage have you taken? So? Five. Five. Let's make that a... DC... Because you don't have any materials mm-hmm. on you, because mm-hmm. you're basically just trying to like just patch it, yeah. Patch it. DC 15. Okay. Please don't roll this. Please don't roll this. Oh, that's a 20. Very good. Okay. Dirty. Nice. So thankfully, you're able to with your sort of nano precision with your your, your mechanical with implements. Yeah. Well, it's not just like. It looks from the side, but the needles—it's moving there. so quickly. It's like Doctor cool. Octopus, right? Great. Like, okay, I'll take it. So it's if fine. you feel like uh, pinching and 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 tethering and suturing and everything, and now, um, despite the fact that it's it, it's not it's certainly not disinfected, but the wound is closed. So like mm. you should be good for now. Okay, now let me get my razor blade. Try to open it and try to do it again, just for practice. <laughs> I didn't know how this device works. <laughs> oh, so this is, is it, are you using this right? right? Yeah. <laughs> Am I doing this right? And uh, that's. I will note that motion to use later. <laughs> and that's. I think that's a good place to stop. We have yes. having learned the middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> Just him. I'm sure there's two right now. Now good to go. Uh, okay. Wonderful. That was. Fun. Yeah. 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 I, I like that it's a lightweight enough system. Mm. I say that with surprise, but no, it was just fun. It was good. Gene, I've never played as like friends before. <laughs> See, it's not that bad. And you still haven't. <laughs> Here we have. No, definitely friends. <laughs> semi reluctant friendship. Uh, Only semi. No, I think it worked well. Ooh. It's a. It's a platonic relationship. Mm. Purely. Purely. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite the platonic idea. Oh no, just interest in the flesh. <laughs> Which doesn't I seem like, like it would be platonic, but that no, but it from makes your perspective, sense. it's yeah, very much. He just wants to learn. I like flesh. You, you are flesh. flesh. You are flesh. Yeah. Let's get yeah. something going. I want to examine your flesh in like an autopsy kind of way. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Great. You get injured. It's useful. <laughs> I imagine there are oh, like fun times where you sit me down. And you're like, no, I could learn so much more if I could open them yes, yes. and do it again, right? and then like a third time and a fourth time. <laughs> if you could merely just turn your pain off, mm-hmm. I could explore. So further. I can continue to do this. I can enable that by <laughs> by scrambling your nervous system. Right. I just imagine a lot of our conversations are, no, 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 no. I'm walking away now, no. Can't walk away, you're in a boat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, marvelous. Theme to Gilligan's Island starts playing. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, This is interesting. I like the simplicity, like, the examples of what they suggest, they are... Random enough that you can figure out that oh I can just come up with actually anything. Like, yeah, absolutely nice. anything. Yeah, That's, they're yeah. yeah they're 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 tools. They're not specific. Mm-hmm. Like you can exactly. use them in different they're not ways. Boxes. Yeah. Fate yeah. without being fake. Yeah. Like I said, I love the initiative system. I wish every 
system had something so simple. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice, right? Yeah. Instead of yeah, just if I remember something. correctly, Shadow of the Demon Lord is not that not not that same system, but it has that same idea of like fast and slow turns. Yeah, um, I also and, like the wonder because yeah, unlike like our fate points, we're always like. Uh, should we really spend this now or keep it? And mm-hmm. the system really encourages you to spend it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah, does. Yeah. yeah. Don't stack on it. Just I wish go for it. you'd been able to roll better, so you could have yeah. enjoyed killing things more. Yeah. Which is pretty good because I roll between a four and a nine in damage. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It was good. I liked it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool story. It was fun. Was... Never got to the wedding. Uh, well, you, you, technically the boat is slightly fixed, so you'll get there. <laughs> next time, TM? Uh, yeah, it depends. But, I mean, you know, it depends. Depends what, you know, if we can who's get available. The same and, yeah, together I mean, at the same time. You know how it always is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know the drill. So we're doing Delta Green on Sunday? Uh, I believe so. Is that correct, Stephen? Mm-hmm. Delta Green, yeah. And it seems like. It Sick was again, Scott. Pretty clear it was sick again. Mm-hmm. I think that's what literally everyone right. voted for. Yep. Last I checked, everybody who had voted was voting for sick again. So I will cast the tie-breaking vote. <laughs> and your vote is worth... I don't know how ties work, do you? No. <laughs> I can't do Sundays, you guys. You can't or you can't? I can't. Okay. Yeah, we understand. Like, if, if you played, like, earlier, I just have to wake up super early to mm. work. Sure, yeah. yeah. No, I get you there. That's what... That's what I what, want to be! That's what Fridays are for. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think we plan to do Fridays for a while, yeah, Jason? As long as I'm able to do Fridays, we'll do Fridays. So, but, so the, for the rest of this month, should be fine. Yeah. 